Hey everybody, welcome back to the Duke Project podcast episode 7. In our first podcast back this summer, uh, we did something a little bit different. We recorded a TikTok session, a live TikTok session uh, from the other night. If you haven't seen or heard over the last two months, our TikTok has grown from 600 followers up to 58,000 followers and counting. I made a bit about sexual tension in the workplace, which is our house, uh, and it performed very well. And then uh, the next like 20 videos performed well, and we just, uh, next thing you know, we've got this uh, new following on TikTok. We started going live a lot on TikTok, and honestly, we're just having incredible conversations uh, across a wide variety of topics, and the live session from the other night was no different. We covered everything from our journey out of faith, uh, away from being pastors to where we're at now and that whole journey and process, all the way to which strand of edibles is the best one to take for a great sexual experience. So we cover a wide variety of topics uh, in this live, and I'm really glad we recorded it because it just uh, it's like almost two hours long, but we just cover a wide variety of topics, and it's, uh, it's really good. Uh, I think it's important because of the world we live in, uh, just to provide a disclaimer and some context, everything in this podcast is just our own expression of our own journey. It doesn't represent anything or anybody other than just our own journey. We, were, we try to answer things honestly and authentically, and we were just fielding questions in real time. And uh, we hope that authenticity and honesty is refreshing for you. And also just in terms of the the context, some of the information could be sensitive for some audiences because we do talk about sex dynamics and faith dynamics or some profanity in it. So just do want to provide a little disclaimer and context as a courtesy because once you're in there, I'm not thinking about it. So uh, just provide some context. So we hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, We had a ton of fun recording it. Shout out to TikTok and our new followings. You guys are incredible. Instagram. Uh, you're becoming the worst, and uh, we hope you enjoy. If you like our podcast, please subscribe. Share it on Instagram, because uh, you can't really share it on TikTok the way you can Instagram. It's the best way for the podcast to grow, so we appreciate your time, and we uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. Can you see us? Like, John, can you see us now? Okay. Hey, Beth. We'll uh, Again. see if this works. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I kind of think I know what happened. I think it was my VPN that I use. I use my VPN to let so they don't they can't keep track of me. <laughs> but TikTok, uh, when you have your VPN on, messes up. Uh, oh, gotcha, live. gotcha. Yeah, the other day I couldn't even watch somebody's live. Oh, because of that. Because my VPN That's was on. That's crazy. Because apparently I was in Toronto. Then <laughs> um, you weren't. <laughs> so the kids actually aren't feeling better. We almost like had to call an audible. And we were like, we'll have to do this live yeah. podcast another time. Like, I just got our daughter to sleep. Yeah, like man. 10 so minutes we made like the... a great upswing last couple days. So she, it, she's out right now. Yeah, she's asleep. Um, we have the little baby monitor yeah, down here monitor. with us so we can check on them. It's nothing major, but uh, she's just, it's now our daughter. Yeah. Uh, but she, and she might have declared victory a little early. Like, oh, yeah couple days ago she was like we are all we better. are better yeah um, <laughs> and then to well like last night she said she didn't sleep very good and then woke up this morning and was like really not feeling good yeah. so well what's up we'll what's up it. let's do a normal live fashion yes just ignore the microphone yeah but we are going to put this on our uh on our podcast. On our podcast there'll be like an intro and outro part that we'll do later but we just have this recording as we're like 
just we've had such good conversations. People have asked so many good questions on our live. Yeah. That we were like, hey, let's go live. Um, yeah, but they they went to sleep. She said today, uh, it was almost like she was doing her fake cough, then it turned into a real cough. <laughs> then she couldn't stop coughing. So there was. You didn't see her the whole day. She was not was, feeling good. But when I came home, she needed some extra love from dad. She needed some attention. Uh, but she's our like she loves to go. Yeah, and she wants to be social. Wants to go to like the store with me anytime. So today I had to go pick up some groceries, just like the drive up. And she was like, Mom, I don't want to leave the house. Yeah, we, and I we was like, like okay, oh, not, yeah, you're not really not good. feeling good. Um, but anyway. Sorry, I thought it was somebody looking at me from the pool. <laughs> they might. Um, yeah, so we'll let it populate a little bit more if you guys want to. First of all, so John, oh, man, I should not, Wisconsin. You're from Minnesota. Um, <laughs> Beth's from Texas. Kendra Holly, where are you from? You dropped, You jumped in the other night, right? If you're jumping in right now... We're gonna do a live podcast, John. John you're welcome anytime, man. You gotta, you gotta jeep. So like, we know a lot about you, uh, yeah. just by uh, just by that purchase alone. Oh, Not, there's Elizabeth. Hi. Um, NC Kentucky. Kentucky. That's amazing. Cool. What part of NC? We lived in uh, Hunter. Were you on? You were on before, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to get so close. To <laughs> um, we're so old sometimes. Georgia, cool. Um. We were born in Georgia. Well, I was born in Georgia. Yeah, Michigan. Wow, we got a bunch of people jumping in. Nice. Atlanta. Atlanta, nice. cool. Um, his chair's real squeaky. I'm sure that'll pick up nicely on the audio on the podcast. Yeah, right. Winston-Salem. Did we have this conversation? Hunter we lived Ledford. We lived there. We lived there for three years. Kentucky. Jersey, Kentucky. Awesome. Well, as we start talking, we want to like make this... like. We've had such good uh, lives that we were like, man, these would be great podcasts. I need yeah. to put my hand on your face. Great podcast <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, material. So as people come in, you have questions. Uh, yeah, uh, we'd love to answer some of your questions and answer some of our frequently asked questions. But right. we'd love to take live questions. And if you don't know, obviously we talk about our sex life on TikTok. <laughs> so we're open books. Uh, you know, so nothing's really off the table. Relationships. We family. know you're from the UK because you are all you are on our list of uh you are on our list of places to visit. Oh yeah. So we grew up Kobe Bassus, we grew up in LaGrange, Georgia. Yeah, south of um, Atlanta. Yeah, south south like west, kinda near the Alabama line a little bit. Um, John asked if our socks are on or off. Hold on, let me get the Georgia part. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I grew up in Georgia. Um, I lived in Columbus for a little bit, but she grew up in Georgia. Uh, we both did. That's we met in high school. I grew in up Georgia. in LaGrange. Yeah, in LaGrange. That's what you're saying, yeah. Um, so we have no socks on. No socks. Uh, I'm neither one of us. <laughs> I got short. I got my running shorts on. They're like three and a half inch in the seams. <laughs> so I have a lot of leg out right now. Um, uh, recently got Atomic. Hey, so tell me about the book so far. I have mine sitting right over there. Uh, what do you think about the book? There's a, there's a lot of TikTok material to be made from, we were doing it before we read Atomic Habits and Atomic Habits kind of gave us some science on some like intuition of some stuff. That's always cool. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, I'm curious your thoughts initially on Atomic Habits. Uh, mm-hmm. Come to Canada. 
I want to visit Canada. The border open. I'll come stay with you. <laughs> and I have a great friend in Toronto. Shout out to Mahesh. You'll listen to the podcast. Yes. Shout out to Mahesh in Toronto. Every time I go to a baseball game, I FaceTime Mahesh. He was <laughs> he a went to one too. Yeah, the Blue Jays are finally back he in finally Toronto. Went to Toronto. One. I mean, uh, Toronto. You might be listening as well. But <laughs> I'm looking at the microphone now. Shout out Mahesh because uh, I know you're listening. Because I'm gonna send this to you. And you're, gonna, you're gonna listen to it. Um, Mahesh was a client and is now a best friend. Yeah. Uh, and we're rap junkies, 90 rap junkies together. Definitely. So, uh, yeah. But one day Mahesh is going to hire me again. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to be even greater. Make friends. sure, babe, for the podcast people that you read the questions out loud. Oh, good question. Because they can't yeah, yeah. So see Georgia, this. <laughs> uh, all right, let me go. Now we got, uh, we're an adorable couple. Thank you. Aw, thank you. We agree. Um, <laughs> come to Canada. Mild, medium, my hot, hot salsa. I like medium to hot. She likes mild, mild to me. We, to had, we not. actually had wings tonight because we were excited about this. You had wings. I haven't eaten yet because you, wanna, you, wanna of go, the you kids. can eat online. No, I ate like a, a, a half of a sandwich before I, I came. I think they would all love to watch you eat live. No. Eat. You would hate that. You would hate the sound the, of eating. I would. I would be answering the questions. I wouldn't even pay attention. I'm fine. I'll um, wait. Come to Canada, Fitzgerald. Yeah, uh, Fitzgerald. I don't know who that is. Uh, we moved out west for our business, user 12580-3740. Uh, we were chasing the west coast West Coast dream yeah. and then made that dream a reality. Yes. Uh, what about the OnlyFans TikTok while back? Any update on that? No <laughs> update on the OnlyFans TikTok. So here's the thing. I'd make that as a joke, but if you were to ask me seriously, do you think we would make a lot of money on OnlyFans? I think we would make gobs of money on OnlyFans. But we're not gonna make an OnlyFans. Um, you guys are the OnlyFans that we need. Oh my god! Um, I'm sorry, I'm taking a so, picture of us. Yeah, you're good. So the book, the book Atomic Habits, is a basically. Um, I haven't finished it, but this is like what I've gathered from it so far. Is that basically to change real habits for long periods of time? Like to really change a habit, you have to change your identity attached to that. So. When you say, I want to lose 20 pounds, once you lose 20 pounds, it's over. You didn't necessarily become a healthy lifestyle because you can lose the 20 pounds in an unhealthy way. Yeah. So essentially, you have to change the identity attached to the goal. Say, I'm going to be this type of person. I'm a big believer in that. It was a huge thing for us even when we launched a business, becoming entrepreneurs because we don't really like, we didn't have like, it's not like you can take entrepreneur classes, but most people teach entrepreneur classes we're not active entrepreneurs anymore. <laughs> um, I heard Jerry Seinfeld say one time that he said to a comedian class that the fact that you're in this class is a bad sign. Yeah. Because you can't teach what he does. Comedy, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, we started listening to successful entrepreneurs on their podcast, reading books, and we just started doing things. We were like, we're going to be successful entrepreneurs. They do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And we just started doing those things. Yeah. Even when it's just me and her in our meetings we have agendas we have items we have takeaway items we we, we bring we treat it like we're a multi-million dollar agency and we're going to keep doing that until we're a multi-million dollar agency yeah so that kind of mindset shift is a lot of the uh principles in atomic habits and the last note on that is also the one percent change i think people underestimate what compound interest looks like in terms of your good decisions in your system so like people love our tiktoks about our relationship stuff uh, but that's 11 years of marriage and 15 years being together of compound right. interest of making a lot of bad decisions and yeah. making good decisions. Right. 
that have and led just us. working through a ton of stuff together a on ton the way. Of stuff, yeah, yeah. Where it wasn't like all of a sudden I was just like everyone's like, oh, he's a great husband. It's like, well, I've been a pretty shitty husband before <laughs> too. So I just didn't put that on TikTok. And like <laughs> I didn't the sense of humor that we have together. You know, like mm-hmm. some of the stuff that you know you're talking about my bun, my frizzy bun, like that might have really made me upset before. But now, because of the rapport we have and the like yeah, sense true. of humor that we yeah, share. Yeah, five years ago, I probably would not have been uh, making the, the the one that went three million <laughs> views. Uh, probably couldn't have uh, made that joke a couple years ago. I probably got in a lot of trouble. Um, yeah, systems versus goals. You guys look like the type that sit around eating bland spaghetti dinners. Well, the joke's on you, man. We eat a lot of steak, prime rib, <laughs> grilled chicken. Um, Buffalo wings. So, man, you have, you are, you've come to the wrong place, my friend. Um, on the flip side, there are a lot of meals that are systemized, and there is a lot of chicken in there that, to, <laughs> that does the taste uh, pretty plain. Uh, we look pretty cool together. Thank you, B-Max. <laughs> Hey, DJ, what's up, man? Your books were sent out today. DJ is the winner of the Atomic Habits giveaway. We were just talking about the book. Yeah. That should be there Friday, Saturday? Yeah, something um, like that. All right, let's see. We look pretty cool together. Thank you. Um, also, to put her on blast, she does love SpaghettiOs. And we do love sitting around together. So, like, yeah. on some level, at first I was like, you've misread us. Now, reading your comment again, I go, that sounds like a great night. You know, like uh, totally. some spaghettios, make love, <laughs> then go to bed. Um, oh, whoops, sorry. I am new. Hold on, there's a couple of questions. We got a bunch of stuff. What's going on? I, it's crazy. Now these questions are coming. This good. Uh, what is John talking about? Yes, make sure to eat the chips with your mouth open with anything but cheddar. <laughs> I'm trying to get caught up, and John's out here leading a food festival. Um, I am new, so are y'all Christian, faith-based? It seems you're pretty clean. Not that it all matters. Just wondering. That's a really good loaded question I'm going to come back to in a second. Yeah. Um, Brazil. Oi, tudo bem. That's all, that's all I know. I don't want you. Uh, oh, she was on that date night live. Was she? Was that you? I think so. Oh, there was another girl. It might have been you too. I know, I remember. We I talked know. about Ohapa. Was that you? Were you in that one? Whoa, Harris County, Georgia. I went to school in Waverly Hall. That's. Is I that think she too? was on there. I think and we've talked Harris to County her before person? from Kristen. Everybody's yeah. coming back out tonight. I think we talked about this. Uh, make spaghettios, not war. Yeah, big time. Spaghettios okay. are the best. A lot of good questions. What are your thoughts on waiting until marriage? Another kid. All right, jump into another kid first. <laughs> You're so, just ready to answer this. We're not having another kid. Two uh, is perfect for us. Two is perfect, but we're also the type of people that I could see us having a lot of kids, you know, in yeah, the sense yeah, yeah. of like, but I think I think the way our... Just the way life, life and business are out, right I just, now, yeah. It's one of those things where... Yeah. Where's the third kid? This, this office would have to be the third kid's room when they get older. They're not going to fit in the Jeep. Um, I'm not, it's just a lot of questions here that, uh, yeah, I think, I think if we had two boys or two girls, we'd for sure try for a third. Yeah. 
Um, we're both 33 now. We had our kids kind of young because we got married young. Yeah. So I think we're just at that good stage where we can kind of be the young parents. I don't really, I'm okay with it. Like, I will say this, if we got pregnant, neither one of us would be upset. No, we wouldn't. Um, Pregnancy is hard for me. Sure. As it is for yeah. a lot of women, but that's part of it. I tell her it's up to you. Like I don't do any of the work. Yeah. I, I get you pregnant and you carry the baby. So like <laughs> and do everything else. We are sexually active. So <laughs> well, there's a chance. There's um, always a chance. There's a chance. I haven't I haven't been snipped up and put in the pasture yet. <laughs> it's on the radar. Uh, so we'll have, we'll it have hasn't to see. happened yet though. We'll have to see. I'm gonna come back to that faith one. Yeah, Harry's Yeah, County. okay, Kristen, oh, I man. remember you. Well, welcome back. That's so cool. <laughs> yes. Or Mao. I know that means brother. I know that means brother. Um, no less than 10 reasons why to stop it, too. <laughs> Just stop where we are. We I, know. I, I do, man. You even meet our family. and uh, Call it at two. <laughs> da- Damien Lillard just joined our uh, <laughs> Dame time, baby. Hey, man, there's a lot of rumors. You playing in Portland? Dang, do you want to break any news here? <laughs> do you want to break any news? On There's a podcast going on right now, and there's a live TikTok. Oh do God. you want to break any news about where you're going? Last thing I saw today was there, the Toronto, the Raptors trying to make a deal for you. I just, you know, I don't know. That's um, hilarious. Okay, do it. Uh, fire the blanks, my man. <laughs> John says John, to get fixed. <laughs> I'm in. So that's a vote for getting fixed. Yeah, there you go. We can add more to that. I, it is on the uh, agenda. Yeah. Um, we almost had a, a COVID baby where we were just like in the house. It was illegal to go outside. So it was like, <laughs> well, here's something we could right, do. We could, but we bought a Jeep instead. Yeah, uh, we did. So that took away our yeah. need for something new, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's I love that you're in here from Harris County. Shout out to Harris um, County. Who said dad bod loss? What are you talking about? Okay, he said he drinks SpaghettiOs and, out, and beefaroni and beef out, out, beef out of the can. I will eat them with a spoon out of the can. I'm right there with you. Um, Watch March Madness. Do you know? Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. snap. <laughs> love that we have some office references in here. Yes. Do you know? The, the effect that me has on a person. Shout out to the office. Uh, that <laughs> oh, tells me classic. everything I need to know about you. you yeah, know this guy. You, you he needs a follow. Yeah, when you do good stuff in the live, you get a follow. Just yeah. Say, um, <laughs> if you have good questions. I don't know what else to do for like you giving me your attention. So if you say something good, boom, yeah. you get followed. Boom. Um, Connection. All right. So we do have a faith background. Yes. Let me go up to how you asked the question. Yeah, read it out loud because the podcast people can't yeah, yeah. see the TikTok. Screen. I'm new. Oh, that's the guy I just followed. So are y'all yeah. Christians, faith-based? It seems like you're pretty clean. Not that it matters. Just wondering. So I, you know what's kind of funny? If you follow us on Instagram, I post a lot of motivational fitness stuff, and I use the F word a lot. Yeah. This is our previous podcast. There's a lot of profanity in it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are, our background is faith-based. I wouldn't say we're, I wouldn't say we're faith-based now. Yeah. Um, like we're we're not necessarily. I think it's a great part of our upbringing. It was it was a big part of who we are. I think that comes across, but also we're not uh, like we're not active faith yeah. practitioners. Um, we're in very, the way we used to be. Yeah. yeah, we're very rehearsed in multi like a lot of different faiths. I would say spirituality is a huge part of our life. We read a lot of a lot of different religious texts, not just like Christian texts, but we did grow up in a very like conservative Christian home. Yeah. It's not really where we're at now, but uh, not in a bad way. There was some deconstruction 
along that way we've talked about in this live and we're open books about that we we we've deconstructed uh i think i said something about books we've talked we've de- we've talked about yeah. this on lives before is what i meant but we've deconstructed a lot of stuff and an important part of deconstruction we were just talking with someone about this today is reconstruction so yeah. in our reconstruction of things we've learned uh you know it's not it's i wouldn't say we're faith-based have we grew up in it big part of our life is a big influence but yeah. it's not something that's um it's not the focus as it used to be yeah it's not like we're we're not like uh i don't really like to say we're not like evangelical christians that yeah. are like really hung up on that stuff yeah um i think our world um I think our world is pretty big with like even our clients and stuff. So I think even with entrepreneurs in our world, we have friends across all sorts of philosophies, all sorts of different religious backgrounds. So as we've just kind of grown as people, we grew up pretty conservative and and, uh, very specific. Yeah. Where there was like one answer. Yeah. One answer to everything. One way. Yeah. And then as you kind of live. um, Yeah. You realize. It kind of evolves and goes (laughs) in different directions. But um, let me see this. Give me a second. Yeah, so, sorry, I was got distracted. My phone was going off with those notifications. But, yeah, so it's a good question. We uh, we talk about it some on our podcast or previous stuff, and we are, you know, we are open books largely about that. Because, you know, it is who we are today largely because of that. Yeah. The flip side is a lot of who we are today is because we had to leave a lot of old beliefs. Because we love that, so, yeah. Yeah, so if you like, it's a, it's, a hard, it's a hard question because I don't want to... Yeah, and I appreciate you asking it and letting me sound off on it because we don't, we used to want to be like really right about our experiences in the church. We're like, I want to be right about X, Y, yeah. and Z. Where now it's like, man, everyone has a unique journey and I want to be respectful of that and yeah. I want to understand like it's okay if you came to different conclusions. We didn't grow up like that. It was like this, was, we grew up in extreme versions of it. So yeah. we're not extreme in our approach to it anymore about like any of it. So, yeah. um, if anything, in our reconstruction, Buddhism has been probably the biggest benefit to us. Um, it's been the biggest benefit to us in reconstructing is learning to be more connected to ourself. I think a lot of meditative Buddhist practices have been a big deal, not just in our, uh, not just in our personal life, but also with our business as well. Um, you sound like a young Brad Pitt, my guy. You know what? I'm gonna give you a follow for that too. I mean, <laughs> Tell me more things, bro. Like, I'm in on that. I don't... You know what? I've been getting that on here some. <laughs> Typically, I get Matthew McConaughey because of, like, the Southern... We are from the South originally, so the Southern twang. Um, but, yeah, so I don't I don't get that uh, one as much. But I've been getting it on TikTok, and another reason why TikTok is better than Instagram. <laughs> Um, you love that compliment. Yeah, I love that compliment. You just got That's me, a good you, one. You just really boosted up the... Uh, <laughs> and my head's... We just watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We watched it the night. He's got a buzz yeah. head. And I was like, man, I'm into this interview. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you lean more left or right? Uh, I think that person asked another question too, Austin. Uh, did you ask another Austin, did you ask another one? Uh, we're pretty... He eight. was asking about the masks. What masks? What do you think about the mask mandate? Do you oh. lean more left or right? It's kind of all together. Oh yeah, I, I won't. I won't. I will keep our talk politically free as yeah. much as possible because we all have to deal with enough of that bullshit anyway. Yes. Whether you're uh, whether you're right or left, I would say I we're pretty apolitical. Um, I think politicians get paid 
to pretend that they know what they're doing and mm-hmm. they they need us to need them is my response to that question. Um, we don't need politicians, they need us. And uh, I think both right and left. I think here's a philosophy I have. If you haven't, now you got me, got me worked up. Look at that comment. Hold on, I'm not <laughs> reading the comment because I get to this thing, I get jumpstart. If you haven't been wrong in a while, then you haven't been honest with yourself and you haven't been growing either. So politicians don't care. That applies to everything. Anything, philosophy, spirituality, your finances, whatever it is you need to do. And politicians don't care about anything but being right and proving the other side wrong. And so the fact that they can't hold gray stuff, people who can't hold the gray, I'm not really interested uh, in the stuff. To each their own on their political stuff. Coming from extreme religious backgrounds, I'm able to hold politics really well, both of us, because it's so extreme. Yeah. We come from extreme, so that kind of stuff doesn't bother us. And we've stepped away from the we've extreme. We've stepped away so extreme. We people, can handle people it. demanding extremes from you haven't actually answered the questions themselves. That's typically what happens. So um, my favorite author, Naval, says politicians are the all... Politicians are answers to all the wrong questions. Hmm. So I just don't think politicians actually, I'm going to, they don't give a fuck about us. I don't (laughs) think politicians care about us at all. And uh, at all. I don't think, I I just don't think that, are there some? Absolutely. But as by and large, like the media, the, all the stuff on the right and the left, I think largely I'm a big believer and you need to take responsibility for your health. Your finances, your friendships, your you, own ha- life. you have to do that. Turn off the TV. They're going to drain your brain and your soul until you have nothing left. And uh, so in terms of the masks, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I just, you don't, you don't yeah, have to go there, I don't want to comment. Look, um, somebody said, read I'll it say this, that. this is the thing. If you were in my house, here's the answer. If you were in my house, whether you're vaccinated or not, I do not require a mask in my house. <laughs> That's the answer. For there you. you go. If you require a mask when I come to your establishment, I will comply and I will come in and that's fine if you mm-hmm. need me to wear a mask. When you come into my house and you are a guest in my house, you do not have to you show me your vaccine to. card. <laughs> you do not have, if you showed me a vaccine card, I actually probably asked you to leave. Oh, if you were like, hey, so here's my vaccine card, I'd be like, you came to the wrong place. This is in New York City. This is just our residence. <laughs> um, just come in. If I've invited you to my house, I obviously don't care about your vaccine status. I just want to hang out with you. Um, so that's my answer to that. I think that answers that question on where I stand. Yeah. Uh, all things to all people that I might mask some. That's what Paul said in the Bible. Um, I require John. Where are you? Where's John jumping around? I require shoulders to be covered. Our shoulders are covered. If John. you come into their oh, house. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Now, if you do come into our house, uh, people who listen to our podcast know this. If you follow me on Instagram, or if you've ever seen me in real life, I do wear a lot of short shorts, shorter than hers. So I mean, it's a it's a thing. It's like a branding thing that I do. I'm about to get a huge tattoo on my leg. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with all that stuff. Love the shoulders, ankles coming home. That's right before it. Get out of here with oh, politics. Oh, this is a shoulders and ankles stream. <laughs> Susan, I think you are two or so honest and so fun. Oh, Susan, thanks, I was Susan. telling people, I was like, I feel like Susan could be like my like my mom. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, she always comments something real nice and is always like, Anytime Susan comments. So friendly. Yeah, so friendly. So I appreciate that. So our podcast, sorry, I missed some of these. Go a little quicker. Our podcast is just called The Duke Project. It's on Apple and Spotify. I think there's yeah. like six previous episodes. Is it in your bio It is here? in the bio in here. Yeah, so if you click on it, 
It's on there as well. Um, yeah, the Duke Project. The Duke Project. I did need a bigger head. The Brad Pitt stuff is great for my mind and my ego. <laughs> Your ego. It's huge. Uh, why not? <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, I thought it was a great answer too, Leah. Thank you about the <laughs> politics and stuff. Um, okay, one up top asked what my name was. My name's Sarah. And I can't remember what she... That's funny. I don't think I've ever said your name. I don't know if you uh, have either. I don't know if I have either. Part of our strategy... We always just go like, this is my wife. Yeah, part of the strategy with all this, though, has been to keep you kind of anonymous. Yeah. Because it, I don't have it, TikTok. We like, work in marketing, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, we gotta, we got to keep the supply and demand. Yeah, there you go. we got to keep demand low. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you like short shorts. Yeah, John knows. We have two kids. Our son is six and our daughter is four. They're yeah. over there on the monitor. And sleeping. they're sleeping right now. Uh, thank goodness. Yep. They've been sick. Like Tom Selleck been... in Magna P.I. shorts. Yes. I wear very short shorts. Honestly, I have. We live in Orange County, uh, Southern California, and I probably have the best legs out here. Like <laughs> male, female, supermodels. Like people, people like, man, that guy. Uh, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. The thing over. Okay. Man, those hands. I see how fast I caught that. Um, so good. It was a, and we're propping stuff on the candle. PF candles, by the way. So her name is Sarah. Um, I'm gonna get that. What are your thoughts on? Or is that my stage name? <laughs> <laughs> it's not her stage name. What did I call you the other day? I was like, Oh my gosh, what did you say? It was a real, clearly it wasn't good enough. I forgot what it, it was. It was a good one. What did you call me? I came up with another name. It was like, but it was like ago. a, it was a regular lady name though. <laughs> it wasn't but even like she just was kind of misbehaving. So I was like, <laughs> I, I was kind of like, what was it, babe? We'll have to think of it. Um, man, nope. Sarah's my real name. What are your thoughts on waiting till marriage? I'll answer that next. That's a good question. That is a good question, especially kind of having kids. Yeah, like, and coming from religious background and not being that, religious at all anymore. Yeah. Um, and as people who have sex, um, <laughs> but. I waited till marriage, so we have a lot to say on that. Yeah, that's actually a fascinating thing. I... Aim for our podcast, that's a fascinating <laughs> thing. All right, so what kind of Jeep do we have? We have a 2020 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon, the unlimited, the four-door. It's black. It's black. It has big tires. Big 35-inch tires with black uh, wheels it's as well. It's fun. It's fun. So plot twist, everyone listening, we might sell it. Um, we have also have a 2021 Toyota 4Runner. That's becoming very clear. We just drove it to Utah. And we don't drive a lot. Like yeah, we our had, cars we just We had sit. the Jeep for a year, and I put in the Kelly Blue Book the other day, and I was like... Like, what we... Yeah, it, we I basically just, could, like, make it, money off of yeah, it. Yeah, we could make still. money off of it. And it's a year old, because yeah. the market. So we're... I'm tempted... And we have no miles. Like, such Dude, low miles there's on such it. low miles. That's why it's worth so much. So I'm like, we're tempted. Yeah. Uh, and just go I all just, in on the four Yeah, we just don't drive a lot. But then I drive it like I was in Newport near the beach today working and I would like drive it around. I'm like, but you can drive the forerunner. I know. The or Jeep's your bike. Or our e-bikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you heard her name a couple of days. Oh, short shorts, man. You talking about my shorts or the vasectomy tying them in a bow? <laughs> you guys are crazy. Y'all should do a car giveaway. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we only have fifty eight thousand followers, but we're gonna give away our We're gonna Jeep. give away our Jeep. Um, oh my gosh. Such a good looking couple. Thank you. We, Aww, we, thanks. I would agree with you. Um, 
Thank you. So That's the nice. two questions, let's jump into okay. about saving sex till marriage yeah, yeah, yeah. and then what turned you guys away from religion in the same boat. Kind of curious. So should you save sex for marriage? I think I think I lean towards yes, but not mm. because of religious reasons. It used to be that it for us. It used to be like it's That was sinful. why I waited. Yeah. yeah, it's sinful. I didn't wait to have sex till yeah. we got married. The reason I wish I would have is I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, you're so young. I, I don't you have mean, no idea. Obviously, I didn't know what I was doing sexually. Like, the lights were off. You're yeah. Like feeling, <laughs> you're feeling around. Like, stop it. You know, shout out to the... No, <laughs> stop. Oh, my God. We've had these conversations. Uh, but emotionally, yes, I wasn't... the emotions. I wasn't ready. In, you know, so I, I think... I, I personally think... And it's probably a more conservative approach and teach their own... Um, I think it's unhealthy just to be like, oh yeah, for sure it doesn't matter. It clearly yeah. matters. Like our sex life is very strong. Clearly, like we talk about it, make jokes about it, and yeah. we only do that because we come back home to a strong base. Right. Um, when I got, when we got married and I had we had sex for the first time, one of the first things I said was, "Man, I wish I would have waited because yeah. I wish I would wouldn't have brought baggage." Because I think I think this is the problem. You ready for this? I don't think the problem is having sex. I think it's a distorted view of like sexuality in our yeah. culture like and so relationships and relationships there's and there's that, yeah. un, there's unhealthy relationships there's unhealthy views of sexuality um porn's everywhere as much as we joke about the only fans i mean we're all a couple clicks away from seeing crazy horrific stuff yeah that's bad for your mind that's bad for your soul it's bad yeah. for your like your mental and physical and, and emotional, emotional being. being so i think those are the reasons uh that you should wait, and yeah. I think I think this idea that especially especially for men, I think I think it's one of those things like we typically bring in more baggage to the marriage. Typically, you know, it's a, also we've been out of the game for a minute. We've married eleven years, so yeah. all this all this stuff might be old news. So you, you know, know, another note too is it's not just your view of like sex; it's what's your view of marriage? Because for us going too. into marriage, that's true too. We our view of marriage was I'm picking you and I'm sticking with you forever. And I know so many people have things that happen that, you know, make that not possible. But that was even a factor in us, you know, especially for me, like waiting because I knew whoever I was with to marry, I want to be with you forever. So it's you saying, I wish I had waited because I know you're my yeah, yeah, person sure. forever We're and like, I've given this to you. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so yeah we, we are we high are school, school sweetheart. I lived a lot of life before I met her. So yeah. I, I have a pretty... I was pretty wild, like starting at age 11. So literally I was wild 11 till 16, 17. We started hanging out at 16, 17. So yeah. um, I think that's why my approach is like, I don't think in any, I think, I don't think anything. Uh, who's that? Oh, nice. You made it. I don't think you're ever going to regret like waiting to make big decisions. So when yeah. someone's like, man, I'm not sure. Well, then that typically means no. Yeah, so it yeah. doesn't mean yes. So it's it for us. We say this a lot. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Right. So like when we're about making business anything, decisions, yeah. when we're thinking about working in a new city, getting at going after clients, all that kind of stuff. Um, or when like clients, people come to us wanting us. to work if with us. If it's not, a, if yeah. it's not, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. So yeah. that's kind of my approach. If you want to, I, but I'm also too. Or like we have a very healthy marriage. I had sex before marriage. She didn't, and it worked out great. And yeah, we know yeah, a yeah. lot of people like that. Right, so. Yeah. 
I think it's not the end I of think the you world. just whatever action you're going to take, you have to understand that there's going to be emotional responsibility for it. Right. So if you're the type of person that's going to get clingy because you hooked up with somebody and you're going to drag that on and you're not ready for that, I don't think you should be having sex before marriage. Right. And even yeah, I th- and it's it's about preserving for us across the board. I mean, there have been sales calls she's had, and I'd be like, how was the energy of the lady? She's like, we're not working with them. Yeah, it just like wasn't it's not going to work. Didn't yeah. vibe. It's not worth our emotional energy Exchange, investment into that. Right. And I was like, cool, it'll come back ROI negative. So I think when you're immature and in an immature state, which often people, if I'm not saying people are, I think it's a different conversation if you're, I think it's a different conversation if you're 28. Like we have a lot of single friends who they're 28, been dating a while, they want to have sex, they're living together. I think that's different. They have jobs, they're trying to work, they're, they're going to see if they're going to get married. I have nothing wrong, no, not, nothing like against that at all. Yeah. To be honest, if we met now, like I'd probably try to move in immediately. Like if I was 33 and met her, I'd be like, yeah, let's have sex and get married. Like, <laughs> let's do this thing yeah, now. So, I think you got to Do you be know honest. what's funny is me, okay, so you, my... You, you still probably would be like, nah. no, 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 my entire reason for everything growing up was religious based like I'm yeah, not going to do this because I want to be the good girl so now though having deconstructed from all that I think the same thing if I met you and I was like look we at would, that dude yeah. like, <laughs> we would, we would, we would yeah. Yeah. I think you change yes. I, I think you just have to know where you're at and if you again, if you can't have honest conversations with yourself, you need to keep in your pants. Period. Yeah. Like yes. period. I think that's more of what it's about. If you are not like aware of yourself, <laughs> if you're not aware of how it's going to make you react to this guy or girl. Yes. You need to keep that junk in your pants. We both always for males say and female. Yeah, and we. I don't know if we've heard this or we said. I know like this is a philosophy we really believe in. Like people are always looking for the one without making sure they yeah, are be the one. Marriage material. Like, like be, be that, that person. Yes. Yeah. Be, be that. What you like, what you're so desperate to find in a man, be that person, be that woman, be the equivalent of that, Uh yeah, as your own self, and be like, sure, you know, aware of you. Yeah, that's a good question, like in a good response to that, babe. Yeah, like thinking through it. Yeah, I don't know if it really answers it because it's everybody's journey is different, you know, so it's like. Yeah, we don't have any. We don't have. We I don't do have, have like, some. But I don't we don't have, have black like a, and white answers. Yeah, anymore. we're we're very gray yeah. on stuff. So uh, very gray. So I think I think it's like. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's just multiple levels of that. So yeah, how what age did you lose your virginity? Fifteen, sixteen. She was twenty-one when we got married. <laughs> when we got married. Were we twenty-one? Yeah, yeah, I turned twenty-two. Not even tw- yeah, you turned twenty-two. Right after. My husband, I love your content. He's constantly sending me stuff. Thank you so much. That really does mean a ton. Um, let me see. Uh, two more religion questions. What oh, yeah. turns you away from religion so you're not Christians anymore? Let's see what else. Hold on real quick. I definitely wish I would have waited to be married, and my husband has always said that before, too. So I think that's what's kind of fascinating. I think that's a little bit of our point. The older you get, you kind of go, yeah, I don't think I would have been like... It probably wouldn't have hurt to have said no a couple times. Sure. Mostly, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, Just slow down before you make decisions. So, like, here's a here's another, like, let me go off, like, a side thing of this. We don't drink a lot. It's not because of any other reason other than fitness reasons. Yeah. It used to be religious reasons. But yeah. on the flip side, we take a lot of edibles and love cannabis. Yeah. So, it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not about, because it doesn't leave me hungover, it's really fun. It's not the same thing as getting shit-faced. Yeah. Drinking is terrible for your body. It's terrible for your mind. And we have to optimize 
we're very big on optimization. Yes. If you continue to consume our content, we are big That's on systems of optimization. Yeah. Day drinking or drinking with people when I've got to do runs and fitness and exercise, it just feels better to keep alcohol out of my life. Yeah. However, when I want to have a good time and party with her and disconnect, we take edibles. Yeah. So it's not about, <laughs> it's not like we're, we're very great. We're I'm not like, when people have Puritans. over, no, yeah. When people have over, we have people over for the Connor fight. Yeah. We'll have a glass of wine. We'll have beer. Yeah, we'll yeah. provide all the alcohol, but I didn't have any. Yeah. And but we took an edible that night. And it yeah, was, <laughs> it was amazing. I was tripping everywhere. And so it's, but that's a personal preference for me because I don't like how my body feels. Yeah, I don't like what alcohol does in my body. But I like how I feel when I take an edible. Yeah, I right. have an incredible. Do time. you know what else too? Okay, so our life this. Everything has such so much more meaning and reasons why, but sure. our kids wake up at basically the same time every day, <laughs> so and they wake up ready to go in life. Like they sleep so well, and they are ready every single day. So we know that, and as parents, we care a lot about I don't want them being with them, being sharp. Yeah, and so our that's another reason, like why drinking, and then even for edibles, like I literally have to cut a gummy this big in it's like the size of a quarter i have to cut it in half yeah and that's like my portion of it for the night and, and it's like it's so fun and hilarious but i know they're sleeping during that time and then i know in the morning when they wake up and i wake up i'm good you know so yeah, exactly. i like and that's the way we like to disconnect from yeah. all our responsibilities and we do that like once a week if that yeah, you know like i might do one tonight i know i'm trying to get you to get the other kind oh uh, yeah i do gotta order a kind Sarah, my name is Sarah John with no H. I just realized, believe me, her name is Sarah. <laughs> How old are your kids? They are six. There's a lot of good questions. Six I and four. I love this so much. Uh, are you into the Enneagram? Not really. Um, just a personal preference. Again, I'm going to get to the religious stuff in a second. <laughs> Everybody in our world... Uh, let me, let me go ahead and drop a bomb on everybody. <laughs> we used to be pastors. Yeah. <laughs> so like Pastor Josh and Pastor Sarah. So when I talk about our journey out of that, it's it's so deep. loaded. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure deep. out how in what ways I want to say stuff. Yeah. Uh, very loaded. And so, that's not what the point of. Yeah. And we're not in that world at all. Yeah. So it has been like our five is, years. Yeah. So, uh, which is crazy that it's been that long. Yeah, it's wild. But I mean, we were like licensed minister kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. uh, so we are way, most people have the opposite journey. They're where we're at and become Christ followers. We were in there and we journeyed out. So <laughs> I know that's loaded, but I trust. Now, you know, we've been together here for a minute. So. Yeah, here we are, guys. And people, people who have listened to our podcast they know, know that. This. They know yeah. that. But we don't, the reason I don't talk about it a lot is because. Most people, most people who ask are from the faith background and often are, end up trying to catch me in a debate. And I love to debate, so I stay away from it because yeah. I don't lose a lot of debates. You know, another thing, too, we just talked about this today. And debates don't do anything, so no, I try and, to walk away from it. And when we started deconstructing, we knew... We're not going to stay in this. We're not going to make this our identity. My home we're not going to be those no. bitter people who are just no. like constantly we bad mouthing. You get tempted. People want you to. They yeah. want to champion. Well, it's easy to pain. when you're like yeah, sure. hurt. Yeah. And so we just started, like you said earlier, we reconstructed new things and new ideals and principles in our life. So that's just not our like identity. So I do like Myers Briggs. I was a little bit more into that one. The Enneagram stuff came attached to a lot of faith stuff. Yeah. So as we but were like love languages, all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that's I'm an ENFJ, 
and you're an I no, I'm ENFP and you're ISTJ. We're I mean, all we're opposites. literally opposite. Yeah, <laughs> we're opposite on all the letters. Um, yeah, man, youth pastor Josh. He was, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was a different animal. Um, no, yeah. I, so here's the thing: even clients like. Clients ask a lot, like, "Did you were you a pastor?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, like I used to be a pastor. Yeah. Uh, I'm very comfortable on stage. <laughs> In fact, I prefer it. Like, <laughs> just give me a stage. You I'll, live literally. For it. I can just go anywhere and just start talking. Like, you live. I, for I it. go. I go. I'm not making this up. I mean, clearly, like you guys are listening to our podcast. Everywhere I go, people give me stuff. Like, I'll show up places. I'll get numbers. People invite me to their homes. People want to have meals." I end up doing photography they stuff. They tell us their life tell stories. Tell us their life story. Like, this is me at the playground. Dude, it's both of us. Kids, yeah. I mean, dude, like we've been out in California four years. And I'm telling you, we know everybody around the block. Like people just, I don't know what it is. Like, yeah, um, yeah it was pretty wild. There's a bunch of questions. I know. Hold on again. Love getting to debates. John, we'll find something to debate on soon. <laughs> I feel like if me and John got on the same side, the other person might cry. You know what I mean? Yeah. If me and John were like, debating like the ford bronco versus the jeep wrangler me and john were picking the jeep you know like that ford bronco guy he might burn it he'd be like oh you're, you're right i gotta, I gotta go gotta sell this immediately um ex evangelicals unite yeah i'm all <laughs> um pastor Bob. okay so let me go through here what religion christian christian uh to be specific evangelicalism pentecostalism yeah uh that kind of stuff we didn't like do snake charming or anything. Uh-huh. I grew up Baptist. She but grew up Baptist, yeah. ENFP, in the yeah, house. I could have guessed that. <laughs> Did you deconstruct first or was it pretty mutual? Dude, that's such, that, a, good that's a, good a good question. Love the sock video. Thank you so much. The sock one was one of my favorite ones where I went through the different socks. Oh, yeah. The science of it. That one and then the one where I'm standing at the stove making something and you were talking about my outfit. My gray pants. Oh, oh the colors. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the what was what that one even called? What was that called? Maybe it was called sexual indicators. Oh, it might have been. And then they I said, but she's got her feet covered or something. Yes, yeah, the then, then the socks. Yeah, that's right. You're both well spoken. It gives off pastoral vibes. Yeah, we oh, get that thank a lot. You. Uh let me see real quick. What was that one? So Oh, did we deconstruct at the same time? You know what's kinda wild? So I mean we're we are such open books and like Sure, let's go for it. <laughs> so one of the one of the first kind of things, I think there's multiple levels of this, and I want to do be time sensitive. Uh, not for me, for you guys. I talk all night. Um, she's gone. It's just me and John in here. And we're <laughs> just talking to stuff. Um, I, I think I think what happens is is that life happens. My brother gets cancer. Hey, this happens. Yeah. If you, you know, all this kind of stuff. Well, everything's working out for good. Everything's working out for good. And in so again, this is so some pretext uh, context here is that we grew up in a very specific branch, southeast of the United States, very mainstream evangelical type of religion. Very where it's traditional. Kind of like whatever you pray for, you get. Yeah. Like that, we kind of grew up in the extreme stuff. Um, your best days yet to come, all this kind of stuff. Inside of that theology is not a lot of room to deal with real suffering. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of sidestepping, so, and you're not allowed to ask questions. Well, like, does what happens if what happens if the resurrection isn't didn't happen? Yeah. What does that mean for our daily lives? We were at, we innately running a successful. So I'm proud of us. I don't shy away from my confidence, and neither does she. It's very clear we are always going to ask hard questions and we want to build life based on the newest information of the hard yes. questions. That's why we live in Southern California with a successful build, uh, business and we with a team of eight. 
We've yeah. hired three people in the pandemic. And I am shouting us out. <laughs> but the reason that is is because we won't shy away from anything. Yeah. So that's important context. And when my brother's getting cancer, my best friend, shout out to you, ma'am. His sister dies of cancer in the same window. It's important if you're right. So it didn't matter if I was right. My brother was dying. Yeah. So or could have. Yeah. Or could, he made yeah. it. Uh, spoiler alert. So. Mm -hmm. um, but he, our other but friend's my other sister, friend's sister didn't. doesn't. Same age, 27. So when you're sitting with your friend who's lost, your best friend from college, and you're sitting with your your brother who just had this like life-altering surgery. Yeah. And you, life happens. And I think that the little, the little cookie cutter ideas that you have, um, they just don't work. And, yeah. uh, and that was kind of the beginning of that. And yeah. then what happened is as we started being interested in entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. the sovereignty part of God, of him knowing everything, we really pushed on. Yeah. And we ruffled our families a lot with that. We ruffled our institution a lot with that. Where I was like, I it doesn't seem like he actually knows what he's doing, <laughs> and uh, and I was okay talking about that. And the more I talked about that, the more I explored, and my friends start dying. And it's a 50-50 toss up. My brother lives, and my best friend's sister dies for this, like we're both from cancer. You just start to realize life is way more complicated and has way more layers than the soft answers and the escapism route that I was using religion for. So that was part of that deconstruction process. If you were to ask me today, I would say we're still very much spiritual, very practitioners of meditation and uh, spiritual disciplines. But in turn, we kind of started moving away in bits and pieces of uh, that there was a sovereign individual with a master plan. If you want to be very specific and go through the levels of theology, this idea of a sovereign individual controlling the world, uh, I don't vibe with that anymore. So. Yeah. Um, I think that should be more problematic for people. I think people take that at face value way too fast in mainstream culture. Um, yeah, so that's kind of our, like, the initial, I'm sure there'll be follow-up questions for that, but that's kind of like our initial stuff on that. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of the initial stuff. So the question I ask people, well, if let's say Jesus isn't the answer or God, however you want to categorize God is not in control, how would that change your day-to-day -day life? And that's a hard question because yeah. the answer is it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of like a hard question. And there's just layers to that. Uh, a big category is called epistemology. It's a fancy word for the study of knowledge, how you know what you know. So we started with that. That was what we both have master's degrees uh, around these topics. And yeah. so in our grad school studies, most people get deeper into the faith and we're unique that it actually let us out. Yeah. So I know it's kind of weird. And I want to say this before we go further. If you're a Christian, like we're not anti-Christian. I'm not anti-Jesus. I'm not anti-Buddha. I'm not anti-anything. Right. I am pro-human. Yes. And I am pro-you pulling off everything you want to yes. achieve in this life because me and you are going to die. Yeah. I am pro that. The religion that we grew up in was disguised as being pro that. And deep down, I felt like we were being manipulated. And yeah. so we walked away from it. Yeah. So that was uh, a lot of that. I will add to that too. When we had kids, our, our son, when he was born. So the main question that this all started, well, one of these topics started was, did we deconstruct at the same time? That's, uh, you deconstructed first. When I had our son... I didn't know that was what was going on because, like kids, I said earlier, wow, this is a, this is a great. Like point. I said earlier, kids were yeah. a huge part of this. Well, and like I said earlier, everything in my life up to that point uh -huh. had been faith based, and you do it because the Bible says so, and all Period. these things. Mm -hmm. 
or your family tradition or your, you know, the rules are this. So I was very ingrained in that. And then when we had our son, it started in my mind and in my heart. And I had no idea that's what was going on. I just remember even like a very specific example, like when he was first born, I didn't go to church for the first few weeks because, you know, a brand new baby, you're supposed to keep away from germs and people, you know, that's like kind of the standard thing that they tell you. And I remember like on a Sunday being like, oh, I'm like actually still a good person if I'm not doing this one practice that has been And it was very basic things for you like that. Basic that, stuff like you, that. Yeah. You, you, you that I was like, wait follower. a second. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, this doesn't take away from who I am, you know, all these things. So that kind of started it. And then all these things like big events that he's talking about, like our friends and our family stuff going on that just started chipping away. And then you just suddenly, I'm very thankful for one day just stepping back and be like, wait. Yeah, like, it all just kind of compounded. I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm really into this. Yeah, it just kind of compounded. And it's been a, a long journey, but like, I feel so much healthier. And I saw someone say like our positivity, our lack of judgment, our like yeah, good you know, vibes yeah. that we put off like that is everything to us. Yeah, that's is all there is. You like, work hard and you be kind and you have it. fun. Like that human. is I'm pro humanity. Pe- I'm pro people. Like we yes. need to be pro people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a fascinating dynamic. Yeah, we did kind of grow up in that health and wealth gospel. It was kind of, you know, it was just, hey, what's up from Sweden? Nice. Um, <laughs> I think it's Sweden. I really appreciate their COVID policy. Aren't you guys like fully open with no restrictions? <laughs> is it Sweden? Is that the one? Um, I'd be curious to hear your perspective on that, actually. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating dynamic, and there, there's mm-hmm. definitely uh, levels to it. Um, let me get a... Yeah, we were tongue speakers, big time. I'll uh, I'll go. I'll speak tongues here in a minute. And, Babe, uh, stop. John, what'd you say? It take I take an issue when the first thing prayed about is whatever sin they have in their life. Yeah, I think prayer is a weird dynamic, and the way we understand prayer, prayer is often there's obviously like it's kind of elementary, but it's not it's not for a lot of people that everybody's asking for what they want. Yeah. Um, and then if and you don't get if it, you don't get what you want, then God's going to work it out. So you feel better about yourself. Um, this happens when we pray for jobs. This happens when we pray for a huge turn for us. Healing, all that kind of stuff. Was taking responsibility for yeah, our own life. I'll be honest with you. When we, that was everything. Two things really happened. So apart from hard times of like friends make, we walking through friends with hard times, walking with your family through hard times, two things really happened that changed our life. And obviously it was being a parent. That yeah. When, when, our son came out. It changed I, everything. Everything changed. And then when we really looked at each other and said, I think we're built for entrepreneurship. Yeah. A lot. Faith is not required to be an entrepreneur. Action is. Yeah. So there was just a lot of stuff that got rattled. Yeah. Uh, a Big lot time. of stuff that got rattled. Um, yeah. And we we ultimately, like, I don't, I don't want to go too far down this hole because I think it can just go through certain cycles. We started with this question. It's the big one. Is God in charge or is he not? Mm-hmm. And we started there and ended on that he largely isn't. And yeah. so, period. And I know, again, I know we don't come across as that. We come across as pastors, but that's actually what mm-hmm. our um, resolution is. I and, and this has come from someone who is very rehearsed in all the scriptures, yeah. the Koine Greek, the, the mm-hmm. Arabic, all the stuff. 
And uh, it seems largely God is a mechanism to get what we want. And, uh, and to blame and to, if you and don't. And to blame if you don't and to have a way out of responsibility. Yeah. So if you want to know, if you want to know how with one client in California, I'm super proud of this. The people on the podcast know the story. One client in California with no backing, cashed out our savings, showed up and are building an empire with our company called Digital Rover is because we walked away from faith yeah. and put everything in our hands and acted. Yeah. So and stopped uh, waiting. We stopped waiting. We didn't waiting we to didn't, hear an we answer. We didn't have a single prayer request. We showed up every day. The, the real story is I told her to write down the number and put it on the wall so we can see when we're homeless. And I looked at that number every single day and I said, I will never let my family get to that. You tell me how many, how much, what's the number I need to pull in this month? And she'd right. be like, you need to close $5,000 in sales, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, cool. And put them on retainer. Buy the, and I was like, cool. And I went and I hit every single one. Yeah. And when we start doing stuff like that, while too being deconstructing from faith, there's just a lot of levels to that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know I could probably talk all night on this and I know people, it, this can be divisive and I don't, I don't, I don't mean for it to no, be at all. At I'm, all. I'm also supportive of you. If you're a uh, active pastor in the faith background, I think so. my dad's a pastor and I think pastors do a lot of good. And I think pastors like politicians do a lot of bullshit too. Yeah. And they just, you, they, when you're, I, I don't, this is me now I'm on this tangent. Anybody speaking in the name of God should be called into question more often. And we as a society have agreed not to call into question because yeah. I think we know largely that the, the question, we're too attached to the security of the question. Yes. And that's, that's where we started fading out. Like, why are, God can't be speaking this much. Ready for this? Before you ask me another question, I get caught up. God can't possibly be this interested in middle class America. Mm -hmm. Period. He mm -hmm. cannot be. And if God is this interested in Josh Duke, in middle-class America, if he showed up to me right now, I'd be like, can you go help somebody else? Because I don't need your help. Hmm. I don't need you to show up. I have food in my fridge. I got money in my bank account. I'm paying my clients. I know my neighbors. Can you just go help somebody? That was a big thing that still concerns me. It pisses me off, this narrative in the state specifically, How that God cares this much yeah. about our middle class. That is the smallest form of religion to ever have existed, even in terms of ancient history. So the, if you're asking me about ancient history or like classic uh, Protestantism or orthodoxy, that's a different world than what we have today. What we have today is a consumeristic idea that God has really taken an interest to all of my desires. And that is just a reflection of all our ego back upon ourselves. And so what's wild is we're really just largely a lot of times Just praying to, to ourselves, ourselves. <laughs> and uh yeah so this is kind of crazy look at this the gracie i know is that grace i went to the nc christian school you taught and Reasoner? love hearing you guys talk about life deconstruction what's your last name look at pick like tap her name hold on there's a bunch of questions no we're not still christians yeah yeah keep asking questions we're in uh hold on go to I think I think deconstruction for us has made us better people. That's a good yeah. question. Um, but my main question, she said, is do you feel deconstruction has led better awareness of social injustice? Um, I think social injustice is largely a personal responsibility. I think when social injustice rests on the government, 
it's I think it's a, a scheme. I think when I, again, but I also think there's politicians in my local city, local government, I think is one of the most important things for us to be getting involved with. And local organizations and that local are doing organizations. good things. So our photographer, shout out to you, Brandon, his other main job, he works for a nonprofit in Orange County that feeds people, puts people in foster care, and he does amazing work. Yeah. We support him. Yeah. He, he, we literally support him as much as we can, and I think he's doing a lot of good work. And yeah. so that that I think pure I think the best type of social dealing with uh, injustices and social issues and economical issues. I think religion has to be actually taken out of it. I think doing things in the name of God uh, makes it about ourselves. I really do. So when Brandon's helping people. It's not nearly important about whatever we want to call God is as much as when the person is cold that they get a blanket. They, yeah. So I think we, we lose sight of that. So what is pure and undefiled religion according to the gospel? It's looking after the orphan and the widow. It's not going on, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not the other stuff. So at the end of the day, uh, I, think, I think America just doesn't, a lot, what we came from, they just couldn't process that Jesus doesn't have like a patent on kindness. <laughs> like he, Jesus just Jesus dude like really study ancient religion everything Jesus says has been in every major everybody knows this everybody yeah, thinks you're it's supposed be to be kind no one like nothing Jesus says is original like it's not other than like I'm the son of God and I'm coming back in three days that's what makes him unique because he, unique, he said bizarre things <laughs> no one else claimed the rest of the stuff everybody else said and but people don't read ancient history they just read what all the mainstream pastors say so that's that's kind of part of that process um, raised United Pentecostal, I deconstructed that as well. I think Pentecostalism is probably one of the easiest places to deconstruct from because it can just get so extreme. Um, context too, we grew up very extreme. So if we had grown up less extreme, I don't know if the deconstruction would have had to be so hard. I'm very aware of that. If we grew up in a different part of the country, didn't grow up in the South, very conservative, it might have felt different. But the way we grew up, uh, yeah, that it kind of led to that. Does this need to be on, babe? Yeah, like it's still, it's still okay, it still records. Cool. Um, so a lot of stuff here. Um, someone asked. Sorry. We're trying to see the questions. All right, give me a second. Give me a second. So what are Brad Pitt's indicators that Sarah picks up on? We need some crossover videos. I do. I was actually working on some material the other day of like, yeah, like I have a funny bit kind of like, when is your husband giving you non-sexual indicators? And she just checks my pulse. To see if I'm <laughs> is he alive? He doesn't even have to be awake. Like I wanted to see where I'm sleeping. Like, and if I, if I'm, if I have a pulse, like that's, that's the sexual indicator. Is he, is he a man? Yeah, is, is he alive? He, is he alive? Like, is, is he, he breathing? breathing? But the real reality though is I do have some outfits that I wear that like there I do have some socks but I put them on like her her panties melt like it's like I put them on and she's like oh my gosh like I cannot believe you would do that to me right now so I do I want to like the time. I want to show them uh, yeah, on the yeah. live oh um, my goodness. good question good question Grace Cooley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bennett. Oh, wow. And, yeah, yeah. And her mom. I mean, in the realm of her, LGBT. Your mom was my sub, Gracie. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, in the realm of LGBTQ or BLM or the disability rights movement. Yeah, so I think, um, again, I don't I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. But, you know, in terms of, like, 
the LGBTQ community or the Black Lives Matter stuff. Um, okay, I will give a personal story because I think personal stories matter. My best friend Brandon, who's on TikTok the other day, when the we grew up together in the South, so we grew up. I was one of the only non-racist people, which all white people say that. So shout out everybody. I'm white. If you can't, if you're just listening on the podcast. <laughs> so me and Brandon grew up. I didn't make any posts on social media. I called them and we talked through stuff. When Black Lives Matter. When, when the, the big thing was happening. Yeah. I said, Hey man, I wanna, I wanna understand. I wanna kind of from unpack, his perspective, like see, yeah. And I think that's that's what we need to do for each other. And we came up with solutions. And I'm actually gonna broadcast them because I think that disproves my point. We came up with solutions on things that me and him can do. He lives in the Bay Area, I live in Southern California, that we come up with our money. We're both successful now in our communities and find ways that we can do stuff together and to impact and to help. And so, same thing as we've deconstructed, I, I think I think I feel confident saying this. It's always weird when you're online because I'm always like someone could take something out of context. Sure. But I think in terms of like the LGBTQ community, we're very like, yeah, I don't know how to say it without just sounding like the white guy who's married. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So it's For like, sure. yeah, I, I just. But I will I, say, like, I believe everybody. No one should be weighing in. Like, you, who you like? Everyone should have rights love. to yeah. all their stuff. Yeah. Everyone should have rights. Who you want to love, you should be able to love. Yeah. And people should be given a fair shot at uh, in our society. Yeah. Um, I don't think equal outcome is something that's realistic because that will always change. But everybody should be given a fair chance. And there's things we can do to make people have because people have to make the decision for themselves. So even and not everybody uh, ends up at the same place, but people should be given an opportunity to do that. Um, That's a great point. In your experience, evangelicals distance themselves from equity issues. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So I'm not like that. When equity issues happen... Well, it's the same thing. Like, that's the, part the of, easy that's answers. I, the easy answers... Gosh, I'm following you just so you stay connected. You're asking me just, you're just on fire. Uh, and, and, and? Yeah, I feel like when it's a cookie-cutter religion, they give cookie-cutter answers to cookie-cutter problems. Politicians do this too. Religion pastors and politicians are cousins, <laughs> and they act like they're not. But the extreme left progressive and the extreme right conservative actually are the same type of people. They just mm -hmm. don't want to admit it. And so it's same thing in religion. So yeah, I totally agree with that. I feel like it's really easy even to throw money at an issue to be like, well, we're going to give back into our communities. That's very different than like knowing the pain of the community and knowing things inside of the community. So. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big believer in that. And uh, you should put your money where your mouth is, and not yeah. just put your money into the problems kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, Les, I think that's a great point. I, and I would say, like, our religious journey. What's kind of cool is I wouldn't trade my religious upbringing for anything. It helped us be who we are today. Now I'm not going to pass everything down how I learned to my kids. Yeah. But my son and daughter, ha they have to have their own, yeah, you know, their self journey discover too. discovery yeah. journey. Um, it took it took a lot. We went to counseling for it. We went through a lot of stuff of just, you know, getting to a whole place uh, for things. And so, but we are still. I mean, like, dude, everything. There's like books over there that are filled with Buddhism and wisdom and ancient philosophy and Stoicism. And I just want to be the best version of myself every single day for myself, my wife, and my kids. So, um, oh, no, you're not making me uncomfortable at all. I actually love the question. I just, like, know about the evangelical stuff. No, trust me. <laughs> I, the evangelical stuff, we can, we can throw rocks at them. There's people done with that stuff. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm all in you. They don't, they act like they care about their cities, but they don't. And, uh, 
said that on the live, so it's, <laughs> it's just true. Um, let's go through here. Yeah, so I think I think uh, so true. Some of the Christianity puts human down. You are nothing. You have original sin. Yeah, that stuff's dangerous. I think you know. I don't, oh, that's a big moment. Nothing where, you can. That's we walked away from that heavy. But we, when we had kids, we yeah, were like, we're not I'm telling you. First of all, innately. When you yes, holding a baby that has just come out of you, and going, we've been taught that this baby's filled with sin from its, it's birth. It's like man. no, this it's is not. And you got to come in and play the game of indoctrination. Yeah, and like to young. start teaching yeah. that so young, no. Yeah, that was a huge like moment for us to go. No, we're not going to let this continue. I think God works through other people. Yeah, so I think what's fascinating, like. Okay, so let's move away from Christianity, from evangelicalism for a second. And then we jump into what is God? What is the universe? What is the energy? What is what is the energy that in the north side of some village in Africa of their spiritual encounters that they call something different? That that person is the same one as the person over in East India? Like, if you want to get into that conversation, I think that's even more fascinating I think where it gets sideways is Americans can't really have that conversation because deep down they're just trying to convince you that it's the, the Jesus American God, God, the American yeah. God, the way they know that. And I think that's such a small, such a small perspective of what's possible. It's weird how much that happens, and a lot, a lot of Americans aren't able to have that conversation. You talk to people from around the world. Um, Alan Watts, one of my favorite philosophers, talks about if Jesus would have been in India, like if Jesus, he says this, it's fascinating in his book. Uh, he says, if Jesus would have been brought up in India and said, I'm God, they would have said, congrats, you figured it out. They all know that. Yeah. So that's actually, it's, it's fascinating. Like there's just a lot of historical context to that. So it's fascinating in that wouldn't have been like a revelation in India if Jesus would have been coming to that demographic. Uh, that's what Alan Watts talks about. Like, yeah, yeah, like, of course you're divine kind of thing. Hmm. So it's kind of a fascinating uh, approach to it. But yeah, I'm, kind of, I'm fascinated by that because we all have these transcendent moments, whether you want to call them religious, spiritual, nature. I mean, dude, when we pull up, well, we camp a lot. So I'm, in being, I'm a big believer in being in nature and discovering that beauty. And I mean, it's some of the most transcendent yeah. spiritual stuff you can experience. It's yeah. really powerful. Um, so I, only, I haven't worn the leggings in a while. Can we get an update on leggings? They asked. Um, multiple people were like, hey, dude, you're going to get a yeast infection. And I was like, oh, <laughs> snap. Just like medical experts help me out now. Oh, my God. Um, Is that just for men? Because like I wear leggings every day and yeah, I've but never like, experienced Yeah, but obviously they, they, they fit different on my body. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, but I'm, I do have a lot of like fitness leggings. So in terms of like, <laughs> um, but I like how you asked him and you also had compassion for and about the... Yeah, John Arik. Yeah, yeah. John Arik. So, I mean, John Arik, you consume some of our content. I think you've probably caught our vibe. Like, um, we we ha we believe in conversation. Uh, actually, to, to probably the, more than anything. That's actually what it is to the highest degree. That just uh, yeah. We want to have a conversation. We don't. We grew up where you had to be right about basically like the way your oh, family was, your tradition, your religion, all of that. There was only one right answer. And so that was a huge part of the deconstruction for us in our own lives and then having kids going, we're not going to reteach all of this that we've been taught. Conversation is the number one well, thing. True, yeah, really listening. It's a skill. It's talking it's, to one yeah. another. Conversation isn't one-sided. I'm telling you what I believe and you just have to believe this. It's 
let's discover this world together. So calling Brandon and saying, hey. He's my best friend. Brandon will listen to this let's podcast. Let's talk about Brandon this. Brandon knows this, man. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be who I am today without that Same guy. Same with our first. kids. They're... Yeah, it's like they're so young, but they can communicate so much with us about their experiences, and we care about that literally more than anything. Yeah, because for me, I was the type growing up that if someone told me, you know, as a an authority figure in my life, my parents, my teachers, you know, any kind of like leader, I would just say okay, and like just okay, you just listen to that. Sure. You like question things way more naturally. I question everything. You yeah. question everything. I assume by default most people don't know what they're talking about. And I do. Now, That's my nat- I'm a natural contrarian, so I have to be careful to not be... Only ever think that way, a, yeah. An antagonist <laughs> yeah. about stuff. Yeah. I, that's the thing I had to work on. You had to work on not being so like, yeah, everything's just compliant. compliant. Yeah. yeah, so that's why our relationship works is... I assume everybody's full of bullshit. Yeah. And you assume they're probably telling me the truth and they're not out to get yeah. me. And I'm like, nah, they're full of bullshit. And we like, so we have, like okay, we there's merge probably that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that we've had to work. Yeah. Uh, but even work with our kids, that. like we want them to be able to have conversations with us and with everybody. Artic- like, yeah, that's just like they should. what our life I made a video about is. it, about I asked my son in the middle of the pandemic what dad can be working on. Yeah. And he said, watch my tone when yeah. I talk to mom about work. I don't sound nice. And I was like, yeah. well... That stinks. And, yeah. uh, but I was right. Like He's not cared about my feelings or my ego, so he's just yeah. explaining the truth to me. So, uh, yeah, it was a cool moment, actually, yeah. allowing him to have courage. Yes. And it was really, it was actually really hard for me to even like hear what he was saying. Like, well, you don't, you know, that was my first kind of, and I didn't say that out loud, but that was my first eternal response. Like, well, I'm running a business. Yeah, I'm you the know? adult. But I'm asking my kids, <laughs> so I should listen to his answer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I told him I would do better. And, yeah. uh I hope I did. Well, he's asleep. We'll ask him next time. You can ask me. I'm the one he was talking about. Thanks for taking time to ask the question. Yeah, of course. You've gotten better. <laughs> hey, love you too, Les. Get some uh, uh, get some rest, Les. <laughs> yeah, my dad is a pastor too, and teaching can get pretty severe sometimes. Yeah, I, I think there's just so much good that religion does. And I think the thing where it loses people is it's sometimes inability to explore what it might be, what it might look like to be wrong. Yeah. And I think it's just that simple. Or that there just might be more than one answer. Yeah. Why is it like just having one answer to that? Uh, my dad is a Pentecostal pastor. Um, I work in India sometimes and work with guys in Mumbai daily. You would love the people and culture, man. Oh, that's really wow. cool. Yeah. That, I love. That's neat. We got. We're gonna. We're gonna come to the UK and uh-huh. we're gonna hang out. I feel like uh, we can have some great conversations with you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. That's why John Rick said. That's why I don't associate myself with religion, even though my dad is a pastor. I'm spiritual. Yeah, I think sometimes, like, so when someone asks me, "Are you Democrat? Are you Republican?" I go, "Well, really, what you're asking me is where you want to categorize me, and you want to understand a certain." But I'm much more than that. Yeah. So, like, if I tell you which like side I am on the aisle of that it's the same thing if I told you like wow I'm a Christian I want to be more than that I want to be more than just a set of beliefs that I got right so uh, yeah that's kind of like where we try to try to hold stuff um, and we're not affiliated. We with, don't claim we're not anything. affiliated with uh, either party. Like why or would I, Christianity. Both, <laughs> both y'all are crazy. And uh, so yeah, and and both of you say a lot of good stuff. Like both exactly. Both, yeah. You, yeah, you both say a lot of good stuff. And so. I, we try to see we are we are both bent towards optimism 
So it was even when the pandemic broke and the world shut down, our initial response was like, "Man, everything's gonna be all right." Like, which yeah. <laughs> is our natural, like we're just yeah, everything's gonna be all right. I'm sure the politicians are full of bullshit, so we're just gonna <laughs> hunker down in here for yeah two weeks. And, yeah, uh, not eighteen months later, but yeah, well, that's just kind of our bent. I think it's a good bent. Uh, you know, yeah. sometimes it gets you let down a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you just kind of. Believe the best and uh, do the best. Do your. We, we have another phrase we say: do the right thing and do it well. We, that's a reference for our yeah. clients and for ourselves. Like if I need to be a good husband or dad, do the right thing and do it well. Yeah. So even if it's even if it stinks, hard it may not make me happy. It may be hard yeah. and annoying, but I want to do the right thing and do it well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, another person said, "I've noticed my dad considers his opinions facts." And I have to set up a mental boundary for myself. Yeah, I, th- that's a great point and kind of what we were referencing. Yeah. That's, and also, too, I, I've noticed this. Multiple people have said their dads. I don't know if our generations like this. So I don't, I don't, I think it might be a generational thing because a lot of people we talk to, everybody's way good with not being affiliated with a religion. Yeah. So everybody's like, yeah, cool. Like, Went to did the Christian and thing. And we did not grow this. up in a way where that was like a thing. No, our family right now, if you were to, they would be like, they're Josh and Sarah going to hell. Yeah, like, that's like what they, they would, do not support no, us they're, at they're all. Like, they're praying for our salvation. Yeah, so and like we can't talk to them because no. we have to defend the fact that we're just being humans who are like... Yeah, and it, and it does bring in a lot of theology stuff that we've walked away from. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that... that there's there's multiple levels of that, but yeah, it's weird. Yeah, just so gener- many people. I don't know if our generations like needing to be. Needing I to think be right. like I don't know. I think I genuinely don't one know. One of the positives of social media. There's so many negatives, obviously, but that's with everything in life. One of the positives is this. Hold on, real quick. She's starting today. She's over in the UK at five twenty-five. Hey, we love you. You're the best. Thanks for. Oh, uh, thanks for she's listening. She's literally been listening at like five in the that's morning. That's so cool. That means that means starting so the day. Much. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, we love you. Have a great day. We'll see you soon. Yes. In the UK. That's awesome. Um, what was I saying? Oh, gosh. About social media having... Oh, yeah. Positive. Positive. Is this just wave of people going, you know what? Let's question everything we've ever heard and grown up knowing. Let's question it. Like, that's become a, a thing is yeah. question stuff. Sure. Now, that can go really negative, and you can question too much where you don't have your head on right or straight, you know, but questioning what you've known is becoming way more acceptable Uh where when we grew up and younger or older generations than us, you listened to your parents and you just followed it and you followed the family tradition and all that. But now it's, it's much more, it's a pretty normal wide. If anything, I think our culture sometimes swing the other way right now where it's like cancel culture. You could do something 20 years ago and they're yeah. like, oh, you're disqualified yeah, now because yeah, you yeah. should have been calling in the question then before you... It's, yes. So I think it can get extreme in the other way, but I think it's pretty normal just to be like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, and it's okay not yeah, to I don't, know. I don't know. Like, So uh, to, to be super, super frank about it when I'm having these conversations, I'm just not interested in being right about the afterlife anymore. Yeah. Just that simple. Like, if We you care about be what right, happens right now. I, I just want to be right about... It is 9.20 on the West Coast, and I want to be right about what it means to be alive right now at 9.20. And then yeah. when I wake up tomorrow, she'll wake up at 4.30. I'll wake up at 5.30. And I want to be right. I want to yeah. be right about that moment. Yeah. And uh, that's the only... And do it right real for Real reality that I know. And... Uh, 
Yeah, so I think I think that's just kind of that's the truth. And if and I challenge all of you on the podcast, on this live, to explore that. Like, what do you get if your eschatology is perfect? So yeah. just not interested in, uh, just not interested thinking in about what happens after. And this. I used to build, I built a life on being right and uh, yeah. and pretending that I was really having philosophical conversations, but really, really not. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's kind of fascinating. John Enrique said, OMG, I don't know if I've told y'all this. I love y'all. The mindset y'all have is amazing. Thank you so much. We love you too. Thank you. It's been cool. We've connected with a lot of cool people on TikTok, you being one of them. And yeah, uh, yeah, so we... uh, We appreciate that. It's been cool, man. Like we work on social media for a living. So sometimes it gets kind of (laughs) eye-rollish of just like how much we have to post for clients and ourselves. And so TikTok's actually been kind of refreshing because like we're just just talking and kind of being ourselves. It's less production-y. Though I love photography. I love posting stuff. Um, yeah, so this, this has actually been kind of cool. Uh, what's up, Libby? Still wearing leggings? No, I'm not wearing leggings right now, but I am wearing really, really short shorts. Um, so, and I didn't, I do need to make some TikToks because I have great thighs and I would love to show them off on the internet. They are, they are on my personal Instagram. Um, but yeah, I need to, I need to show them off. Neither of us are wearing socks. Neither of us. Someone asked about that earlier. You want to turn the air on your phone? Oh, sure. Okay, my family is not okay with me asking questions until I get it there so much more that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I would say this, man, to each their own. I, I, I think it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, I can't say it enough, man. I got I got no ill intent towards uh, our background or, like, the way we grew up. But it's also, like, I do... There are a lot of cautions that I that I uh, that are that were important for us to learn, yeah. and uh, as you kind of make your life your own, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So, what are the indicators for makeup? Oh, that's a great question. That is a great question. Go into a different uh, field now. Yeah. You don't wear a lot of makeup. No, I don't. It okay in the summer when I have like a. Pretty uh-huh, natural you're tan. Right now. We're at the pool. A Mascara lot. and lip gloss means like I just got the fanciest I could get. <laughs> she doesn't wear a lot of makeup. I really don't. In the winter months, I put on a little powder and a little blush with my mascara and my lip gloss. It's true. That's you, the fanciest really, I get. Talk, yeah, you don't like. I don't wear a lot of makeup. Yeah, that's about the most you wear right now. Yeah. Here's if we dress up, here's dress up, one, we might though. do lipstick. Like, this like is more like red you lipstick. You probably noticed. No, this lip gloss is it, guys. It's this unicorn right here. Okay, but makeup. Oh, that's oh, wait, that's Jen Lee from uh, who? From Georgia, from the Grange. Jennifer Lee. Jennifer Lee. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Also, too, like, I don't, so this, like, think about this quote. So, Wait, let me say one more right, thing about makeup. Thing. Yeah, I'll jump okay, because right no red lipstick, babe. Listen. If she came out in red lipstick, I'd be like, okay, let me, no, let me grab my wingtips. We're going no. out. No. Mascara, though, like, if I do it in the daytime, and then if we're going to, like, do a date, I'll put, like, a little more on. <laughs> That's all I was going to say. I'll just do, like, a little touch up. <laughs> that bit. is an indicator to you. I will say, I love. Like, I mean, I do love that you don't wear a lot of makeup. 
Yeah, I don't sure. think Thanks. like it's never like you've never come out and I've been like, hey, can you put on a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be bad. You need some more makeup right now. Did you forget <laughs> a couple? Uh... Did you forget the blush? Yeah, and that's one of those things like we've never actually really talked about. Although I will say, when you were telling me about my frizzy hair, well, you said you probably made a comment about my mascara or lack of, so I needed to put some on. TikTok, before we got online <laughs> making uh making tiktoks has definitely made like there's been times i went to make when she's like not right now yeah i'm not like, ready i was like oh okay like, <laughs> i would get in trouble for real so i there, there were times where i was like i went like went because i don't ever tell her when i'm gonna do them jennifer that's so nice she said too pretty for makeup that's so nice man it's crazy i'm having like softball flashbacks jennifer lee i'm having like i remember what was that first baptist yeah yeah like Daycare. That's wild. We, we go back literally my whole life. The tips you gave me on photography really helped me a lot. I want to send some and critique me. I swear I'm so confident I wasn't before. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, send them my way. that's so nice, Johnny. Yeah, send them my way. Confidence is key, man. Yes. Uh, it's huge. Confidence is... I, people underestimate it every day what it means yeah. to believe in yourself. Just to, yeah. Why would in anybody yourself. else I say this all the time you'll hear it for the rest of my life if you don't believe in yourself why would you expect anybody else to give you a shot? Like mm. you got to believe in yourself. Yeah. Um I assume every meeting I walk into I'm the best entrepreneur they're ever going to meet for the rest of their life. That's yeah. how I feel. That's the energy I put off. And you go in there with I that. I believe yeah. it. It doesn't mean I have the most money right now, but I'm the best yeah. entrepreneur you were ever going to meet in your life when I come in there and I'm the best photographer it's ever going to cross paths that's ever going to be able to help your company. That's mm. the energy I put off. Yeah. And when they ask me, I tell them that. Yeah. Um, and they feel it. Yeah, they feel it. And then I never also, babe, say that. your work. It. Yeah, I work hard. Backs it yeah, up. Not, no, yeah. I mean like your photography. Oh, sure. Well, thank you. Is the best. Yeah, yeah, sure. Come at me. Uh, I will later tonight. tonight. <laughs> oh. Uh, let me see this real quick. So... Real quick about the thing you said, Jennifer, is I can't, what's weird being on this side, back to the societal thing, like it is normal to deconstruct. And so like, if so, you know, the thing like you've changed, bro, like I always ain't, no one says Mm -hmm. that to us, but if they did, I'd be like, you haven't, you're still the same. Like, that's not good. People say that phrase though. Yeah. You know, that phrase, like you've changed, bro. That's how we we feel that energy sometimes when we're trying to better ourselves. I'm always like, but. Mm-hmm, like yeah, I, I would I hope, hope so. I would hope so. What's Jay Z say? Like I worked this hard just to stay the same. Come on now, <laughs> Jay Z, man. Like yeah, it's one of the, like wow, I'm working this hard to be the same person. No, no, get out of here. And that, of course, like, and even it's funny. Like back into the religious conversation because that's dominated some of this. Just this idea that God needs us to get it right is so problematic in yeah. itself. And how defensive we are about the like the not knowing was the thing where I was like, if I can be very very frank, uh, we always joke. Every time I say Frank, she's like, your name's not Frank, it's Josh. Uh, it's like a joke in our house. I'm like, that's not that's not that's I know I saw it. That's not funny. Um, anytime if I can be Frank, sometimes I'll be like, if if I could be Cecilia, like I'll just say out a different name. Um, just just that idea is so puzzling to me. Um, of how people miss like how ingrained their ego is and how much mine was. I mean, I, like oh, when, yeah. when we Both deconstructed before I ever got to the God complex of like who God might be and is, 
I had to get over my own God complex. That mm-hmm. I, this Messiah complex, I had all the answers that I was going to get everybody's business and solve all their issues. It was crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I'm only 18 and single, so I'm not really in the same sitch. But it's always so nice to see you on my For You page. Hey, I appreciate that. Oh, that's so yeah, nice. I appreciate you following along. And if you ever have like specific questions, uh, send us a DM. I opened up the DMs the other day where now people can request. They don't have to oh, like, I don't have to be following them. Fancy. And I've got a bunch of weird stuff came through. I declined it all. Like the spam people are coming at me. Yeah. But if you have questions, you can send us. Uh, I'm actually going to give you a follow that way. Boom. Now we're best nice. friends. Besties. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, what they say about basketball players, shoot or shoot. You know, that's what you got to do if you're a photographer. You just, that's the only way to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got to keep you just gotta keep doing that. Keep going. Thanks, Jennifer. We appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, we've, changed, we've definitely changed a lot, especially for you. I mean, everybody <laughs> doesn't know she's known us since her since middle school. Uh-uh, babies. Babies. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know it was that far. All um, the way. At the end of the day, people on the podcast in this live, you have to answer for yourself. Do your beliefs make you a better person yeah. and they make you healthier? And, and I do think they make the world around you better? Around you better. And when I took a look in the mirror of what I was doing as a pastor, I felt like I was being dishonest at the end of the day because I was I couldn't really get behind this stuff anymore. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're everybody's evil in the intent of that. I'm not saying that because I know old pastor friends are going to listen to this podcast. It's going to get sent around. I know that. That's why we stay away from it sometimes. I knew it would come up on the TikTok mm-hmm. and stuff because all people always ask us for pastors. Um, but yeah, you're welcome to do your own life. Um, but for me, I, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I want to go down more of the hole, but I won't. But yeah, I, I just think... At the end of the day, I'm responsible for my own life, and then yes. I'm responsible for my wife and my kids, and I want to be able to look in the mirror and be proud about the life that I've built, yes. not the life that I hoped for and prayed for. And yeah. uh, so we built it, and we did it, and yeah. we'll do it again. So, yeah. yeah. And in the middle of all that, I actually think it's made us a kinder person because it definitely we has. weren't nice to ourselves. We were very rigid to ourselves. Yep. We were very judgmental on ourselves and judgmental on others yep. because I needed to convert you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. deep down, this like long format of friendship with trying to convert someone at the end is complete bullshit. So yeah. it's so, um, <laughs> so manipulative. So so, and I was doing it all the time. Like, you don't even That's know you're doing knew. it. That's all you oh knew. That's all you knew. Like, hey, man, like, knew. hey, just come hang out with me, man. Like, everything had this thing where ultimately I'm going to get, I'm, I'm gonna trying to get you saved. you to yeah. Jesus. And that's not friendship. And I think, I think, I feel, we feel so light and loose in our life now. Um, it feels magical. Like, yeah, it really it does. does. It feel, and I think, I, especially when we've been watching this, I think people can feel that on TikTok. Yeah. If you've been in our home, it feels like magic. We use that word, shout out it to Maddie. Does. I'll send this to you. Shout out to Maddie Ayers. We use the word magic a lot. Yeah. Maddie's a great entrepreneur friend in LA. We use the word magic. Let's make magic. Let's do magical things. Like, yeah. Let's, let's, let's use our superpowers. Maddie is one of the same people as me. Maddie's a salesman. He comes in the room. Everybody gets, everywhere you go, people know Maddie. Yeah. And that's 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 his superpower. You got to yeah. use your superpower. And I think sometimes confidence. Here's a, here's a big thing. Confidence in the faith world. Sometimes not all. Again, I can only speak for mine. But confidence <laughs> in that world often means. It's you're like doing, a bad something thing. doing something wrong. Yeah, that, it really is because you're I, like once we started saying we could we could do this and people were like well what's 
that I mean, but again, I'll say, let me jump into this real quick and we can pivot. What our deconstruction was, some of these people are not in the live who were in there earlier, but what our deconstruction was is by me wanting to be an entrepreneur was me leaving my calling as a pastor. Yeah. So that blew the whole thing wide open. So I think yeah. that's important context. I wasn't just some like dude sitting in the pews. I was like, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. I was on the stage yeah. and was a very extreme pastor, a very passionate pastor. And then one day was like, this is bullshit. And it was out. <laughs> I got to go. And it felt that fast. Yeah. So like if you ask around, <laughs> I mean, it was one day I was gone. Like when I made yeah. up my mind, I was gone. And she was, she had my back and we were gone. So yeah. it was that simple. And when, when I started pursuing entrepreneurship, I was betraying my calling. Like yeah. I was, I was in sin that, so like the deconstruction is so still heavy. are in yeah. people's minds. Yeah. You know, so sin exists when there's a lack of knowledge and we are not sinful anymore because our mind is filled with knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's a that's built on philosophy that I've learned from Duvall and Alan Watts. Sin is when you take actions. Sin is when you take actions that hurt your own self, when you're disconnected from yourself and you're not sure how your own actions hurt you. Forget mm-hmm. about God dynamics. Sin is when you hurt yourself mm-hmm. and you do something to try to evoke feelings. That's what sin is. So because I'm an addict or because I have a problem, I'm going to do this because I lack feeling to get feeling. Mm. So that's what sin is. So this is nothing about being connected to a deity. This is what sin does. So I don't feel that anymore. So, yeah. so that's what's kind of fascinating about it. I'm not, di- I'm not disconnected from myself anymore and I don't have a coping mechanism. I am these things and I am not these things. And on the flip side, Naval and Alan Watts go heavy into any time sin is present a lack of knowledge and practice is uh, a practice of their specific type of knowledge is not present so yeah yeah, it's fascinating so inspiring to hear your stories and to think christians hate pride you mean like gay pride or maybe even you were talking about just like being confident Oh, yeah, they hate pride. Yeah, so they hate pride. Or it could be either yeah, way. Yeah. So, <laughs> Cause, yes, yeah, yeah, That was true. a big walk away from us, too, when they were like, yeah, well, the, the homosexuals. And I was like, these are my, these are my guys. Like, these, these are, like, I, su- the I lack su- of, um The lack of true empathy was yeah. shocking. Um, and just the inability to see yeah. humanity. Yeah, man. Like, and so that was where we were, like, voting for, like, yeah, they should have rights in marriage. Like, they yeah. should have insurance and rights. Health they insurance. should have health insurance. Yeah. Like, we were voting yes in a very conservative world. So we were getting in trouble a long time ago uh, in all sorts of ways. And asking a bunch of and questions And, too, they for a hate pride in the sense of, like, yeah, man, I feel confident. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys can catch it. I'm, we, I won't shy away from, shy away from confidence. But on the same note, I can tell you everything I'm not good at, too. So, and everything I'm not good at, she does. And everything she's not good at, I do. Yeah. And that's what smart we people We paired do. up <laughs> yeah. really smart. Yeah. It was uh, intentional, really well. but also mm-hmm. just kind of how life uh, yeah, how life unfolded. But uh, let's take a few more questions, and then mm-hmm. uh, we'll jump Is out. there anything on the Q&A stuff that... There was one good one about what's been our favorite date... Uh, we Ooh. do have a podcast, and this is we're recording this podcast right now, so this whole conversation, which has covered a wide variety of topics, yes, which is does. what I was hoping it would do. Um, it's just called The Duke Project on Apple and Spotify, so if you mm-hmm. type in The Duke Project, it's on there. Um, I think there's like six episodes previously. I'll post this one Friday. Friday, yeah. Um, but Their favorite dates, date, and they were yeah. wanting like a different answer, so I'm not yeah. going to tell you... It's hard to name one favorite date, Same. but what's one of your favorite dates? Well, I know one in your mind. You don't know. I do. This has got to be your top three. 
But tell me yours, and I'll tell you. Okay, well, first of all, we consider, like, our entire life a date, honestly. I'm not being cliche. I know it dominated all the conversation. I'm the MC. Also, someone asked if she ever talked in the videos one time, and I was like, she doesn't want to talk in the videos. No, 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 no. Like, she doesn't. No, thank you. She likes when I take the front seat. Um, No, thank you. But anyway. Oh, but we will try to live a life of not needing a vacation. We just want to live a life that every day feels like that. But, like, okay, so... A memorable date. What are you thinking of? I'm not going to tell you. Okay, one... I don't have one specific, but I love when we go to, like, sporting events. Mm. So we've gone recently to, like, baseball games, Angels baseball games. The Lakers game we went to before the pandemic. Man, that was that awesome. That was so fun. I love going to sporting events. Too. When we lived on That's the East fun. Coast, we went to college football games every year, like That's once true. a year at least. That was like, like kind of became a tradition. Yeah, we did do that a lot. So those have been very memorable dates. Um, We're reading these comments. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Sporting, that's a great answer. Sporting, I love I, we doing do, that stuff. I love going. That's when, if I'm having a beer, it's a, I'm having a hot dog and a beer at a sporting Oh, my gosh. Event. Oh, my gosh. Also, um, I love going to the movies with you. We haven't done that Basically, while, snacks, I mean, because yeah, I get snacks. soda and, like, popcorn that's and chocolate at the sporting events and the movies. All right, so I got one now. You should, you think you're going to be like, oh, my God. So, <laughs> when we were, when we found, we were living in Florida, and we found, uh, Cheap tickets to Chicago. Oh, yes. And we did like a 24-hour tour in Chicago. Yes. Um, that was an awesome date. Yeah. It was like a whole day. Yeah, we found like $15 tickets from Spirit. And you know Spirit Dude, Airlines don't is even that, have pilots. Did we get you know, pregnant? Just, no, not on that trip. We could have. I'm pretty I remember, sure we did. I remember having sex on that trip. No, I think I got pregnant. We were having sex with the skyline of Chicago in the background. It was the- awesome. <laughs> Up on the glass. Congrats, like, I remember. Audrey, you were born. I, it wasn't. That. No, that wasn't that trip. I'm pretty sure it was. I remember dude. the sex. I don't think it was from that one. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe you're right. It wasn't that one. Well, okay. Like I before. think it was. No, it was the same apartment that we came back to. <laughs> no, I am real bad with memories. But that was but a great day. That was a great day. Uh, yeah, it was from cold. Florida to Chicago. Just one day I ran and was like, man, I should really go to Chicago. Yeah. And uh, um, we went there. That also, when we did this day date... In, when we lived in Florida, and we only had we had just had Andrew yeah, like pretty those recently. Yeah, first dates when you write when you have kids are yes. special. Yes, and we, we did went like to top golf and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, we went to we top went to golf a race game. and a game. And, okay, uh, yeah, I remember all, all my favorite you sporting like sports, events. Yeah. <laughs> but the Chicago one was good. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but man, we've had a lot of good dates out here. Remember the day we rode bikes and stuff? We ride bikes a lot. Oh but my gosh! Remember yes. even like a couple weeks ago, we rode the bikes over to sessions and all that yes, stuff. Yes, dude. That was fun. But we literally, like, every time we're together, I feel like it's a date. All right, let's see. Come to Houston and go to... I'll come. We'll come hang in Houston. Yes. To a football should game, try, yeah. Wait, should try NASCAR? So I grew up in the South going... Yes. I went to a couple NASCAR events. We're into Formula One heavy yes. right now. So it's on the docket to try to go to Formula One races. Either this year Dude, or next year. Leah went to Silverstone a couple weeks ago. Who? Uh, Leah from the UK. Nuh-uh. I think it Leah. Was that right? Lee. I think it's Lee. Lee? I can't yeah, L E I G H. Lee. Um, love you back. When I love when people say love you. The podcast is happening. My man stacking Benji sixty nine. This is it right on now. Everyone should listen to your podcast. They're just as good as alive. Thank you so Aww. much. We appreciate that. We oh yeah, that's to, Lee. Yeah, is it Leah or Lee? Look, L. 
If you're ever attacked by a mob of clowns, go for the juggler. The juggler. That's a good one. That's a good dad joke. Shout out to you. The juggler. Jennerique says she loves your glasses. Oh my gosh. I got them for her from Warby Parker. I did. Get these for me. They were expensive. You were like, can I buy these? And I got you two pair. I picked these out and bought them with my own money. (laughs) We got a joint business bank account. We share everything. Okay, Jonarique, I also have these same ones in sunglasses because my prescription. Yes. So yeah, Warby Parker for life. Lee, she said I was right. I think it's Leah. No, it's not. There's no A. (laughs) Yeah, let's do a shoot. Who's collabing? Oh, John with John Arik. Yes. But also, yes hey, to NASCAR. Hey, so can we, talk, can we talk Formula One real quick, Lee? So, tell me your thoughts on... Uh, trying to buy my blanket. Oh, this past race, Lewis Hamilton does the restart. He's the only one that stays out because he was on pole. He didn't know everybody was coming in, remember? Do you remember this, babe? Oh, uh, yeah. And everybody came out of the pits and Josh, stuff? Josh, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's said, you said her name wrong. But the, I get stuck in my head, so now I'm like never gonna remember. It's just Leah. Yeah, Lee. Also, or is it? Are we sure it's a girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I right. can't see the picture. No, I can see. Yeah. Look. Okay. Yeah. 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 Lee. Lee. Look. It says it right oh, there, sorry. bro. I love. You know one thing. Even her body says mom. M U M. Oh, that's, that's such too a cute. Way cool name saying mom. We well, should change it up when the kids tomorrow. This is mom. Yeah. Call me mom, mom. from now on. <laughs> I like when y'all disagree. I think fighting would really spice up the lives. You know what? Maybe we should bring some of throw our us issues. In some, uh, throw us some uh, topics. I do want to make some. I do want to make some TikToks. I made a joke about the cheese one, and people were like, "Some people got mad at me." They can. Uh, their babies. Their babies. Someone commented on they one. They wish they could that eat said cheese you, with us. That you sound like a baby, and I wrote back, "You comment like a baby." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one thing that's made our videos do well. This is my TikTok hypothesis of why our page grew so fast. Is I respond to ninety percent of the comments, even if they're trolls. Yeah. I don't get a lot of trolls, but when I do, I write back. Yeah. And I don't think they know what to do like, with you. What to like? And sometimes I'm very literal. So someone like was like. I hate when men tell women what to do, unfollow, about when I was like telling you, called you buddy in that one. Yeah. And I said, she literally runs the financials for our company as a co-founder of our <laughs> business. See ya. Like, get out of here. Like, well, <laughs> what are you talking about? There's none of if that. If anybody's happening. in charge, it's her. Like, I'm not in charge. Like, yeah. every good entrepreneur knows if you're married to your wife, she's in charge. Um <laughs> <It's honoring. laughs> I don't even know. Do you know why? You know why. You know why. You tell me why. I want you to, I want you to tell me why. That's yeah, you know why. I know your reason. You know why. You know why. Think about who I've been tagging. Think about who I've been quoting. You know why. You know where I grew up. You know. You know. Tell me if you know why. Josh, you were wrong. That's such a funny. That's amazing. Um, I don't know if I'll go down this hole too much. We've talked a lot about religion. I think religion gets enough publicity. Yeah, please don't go down this hole. But someone said, do you believe God created the earth and what's in it? Or do you have some other theories? Um, I don't believe he created the earth. And if he did, he's doing a really shitty job of taking care of it. <laughs> but oops. That's what I think. If he did create the earth, I'll leave it here. Because I'm not going to keep going down this path. Uh, and that's a fine question. I'm not upset to ask the question, but just if it's we've been good dialogue, but I do enjoy the other stuff. Uh, I would say if he did create something, I'm probably more in the deist camp that he created it and is not actively involved in it. 
like we think he is. That's what I would. Uh, the relational path, the relational part of God is the first thing we deconstructed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind. Of, if you really explore it, you find yourself at the end of all your own desires, <laughs> and uh, just getting what you want. So, I, really think about it. if you just go down all the stuff you're praying for, it's all stuff you could probably decide on your own. Um, yeah, the relational stuff is where we went off. So, if he did mm-hmm. create it. Um, he must be attending to a different one because uh, Trump won the presidency, the last one, and he let COVID loose. And I mean, if he is, if he did create it, uh, he's not. What the hell, dude? <laughs> like, get your shit together. You're not very good at your Stop job. Stop helping Elon get to Mars and help us, bro. Um, oh my gosh. I feel like I've arrived, Sarah, for Josh to be wrong. Hey, man, I'm not wrong a lot. That's a fact. I mean, she, she just gave us a look. I'm not wrong a lot, but when I am wrong, I... You accept that reality. Yeah, I'm still not convinced here that I am, but I mean, it's her. You she, she knows. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, Jay-Z, John Arik, has everything to do with my pronunciation, pronunciation skills. Everything. It has to do with the fact of how long I played AAU basketball in Atlanta and the fact that I know every lyric to all of Nipsey Hussle songs and to the Black Album with Jay-Z when I was listening to 99 Problems and I was slinging dime bags outside of Atlanta when I was 16 in the trunk of my car. It's every reason why I can say <laughs> it. Jay-Z you know I mean? is everything. Jay-Z is like, yeah, that's my guy, man. He's my guy. He knows me. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, my gosh. Man. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, this is amazing. But like, how, yeah, that's actually like I truly believe that. <laughs> Don bags, Josh, you can call me that. <laughs> change. Uh, I'm gonna change my Instagram handle to Don bags, Josh. You got the ten. I do have the ten. I was at number ten in basketball. There's a lot oh of reasons my gosh. to that. All right, y'all ready for a story? Shut. I feel like Mahesh is gonna like this story. All right, Mahesh, I if love Mahesh you so much. Mahesh has stayed with us for this long. I this can is long. guarantee you, Mahesh is staying with us this long. Hi, Mahesh. Mahesh. Mahesh, send me Jonah a DM Reed. with a. What kind of emoji can you send me if I know he's gotten this far in the thing? No, he has for sure. Our friendship riding on it. A sunshine emoji. So I remember like selling dime bags. It's funny because now like. Now people will, like, we have our edibles delivered to our door. I almost went to jail for this stuff. Now I can, like, pull it's up wild. an app. I can pull up an app and get cannabis delivered to my house, and I used to, like, be sneaking around. So I had a green 95 Jeep Cherokee, and if you pull, I set the lights where if you, like, like the park daytime lights, I set them where if you, when the headlights, you could turn them off. I pushed, I just pulled the one that did those little like yellow lights, I turned mine green. I put green bulbs in there. So you knew when I pulled up, like, oh shit, that's Josh. Green light. Green light. Gotta Cannabis. go. No, weed. I know. The green was for weed. I know, I get that. No, but, but it also is like, go get it. Yeah, yeah, I pulled up to the gas station, I'd flash my green lights. Um, and I was always, this is why my head the story, I was always listening to Mob Deep. Oh, God. Always God. listening to Mob Deep. I would thought for sure... I was the toughest guy on the block. I for sure wasn't. But there's, I mean, I had like this big curly hair. Um, we need to find a picture. Yeah, I was like Show Justin Bieber before Justin Bieber, but with like curls. I was like in between a Justin Bim, Justin Bieber and a Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I had this curly hair. No, I like, when I first met you, was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute, just like Justin Timberlake. And now people call me Brad Pitt on the live. <laughs> it's just been a great night for me. So TikTok has been 
everything for you. No, John Enrique, I wasn't corny with a green light. Thing. <laughs> it was dope. Like I was 16 and I was like, oh shit, this is the money idea. This is because it was green. Money too. Bro, this is another funny story. This is These are wild. I've never said these stories. And I, I actually can't I didn't be- know that about I actually likes. can't believe I'm saying these stories on live and going to put them on the internet. <laughs> Everything's on the internet, so why not? I remember like trying to sell a dime bag at like a McDonald's. And I remember like pulling up and I can't I can't actually remember what the code like I was supposed to say, but like the guy was working the drive thru. He was like, Yeah, man, just pull it up and when we come in, we'll switch in the drive thru. Mm-hmm. Like I'll I'll give you a McDouble, you give me a dime bag. <laughs> and it was just a mess. I dropped it and it was just <laughs> I had to go inside and we had to sit down and I gave him like a a, a black and mild too because I was like I was always a businessman so I was like throwing in stuff I was like yeah man I'll give you a black and mild too he's like I don't even need this I was like but it don't matter take it man it's um, a freebie yeah so it was pretty wild that's one of my favorite stories I can't remember that guy's name though what was his name I need to send this to Elijah too he would like that story oh he would love it um yeah so I was selling dime bags at McDonald's. And I remember I was high. And I remember pulling up <laughs> in the green Jeep being like, yo, I want a McDouble. And I had a dime bag. And we were trying to do a handoff and I dropped it. So I didn't know. That's too much. I cannot Now we I sit can, on our now, couch when we get high. Now I'm like, the guy drops it off at the door. He's my drug dealer. And it's legal. <laughs> it's, it's like. What a world. No yeah. wonder we deconstructed, bro. Yeah. Man, Look at that. Time. Look at those two. Like. Yeah, but I would sell swishers. I would, because they got to roll it up in something. So I let them. They sometimes I would even empty out the tobacco out of it. I don't even know what any of this is. Sorry, you were at church. I Uh, was. I was reading my Bible. Yeah, I'm writing in my journal. We're not smoking right. Oh, you're smoking right now. What what are you smoking, bro? What's your strand? Big sexy too. It would be. You saying big sexy? Smoking right now. I don't know if I'll ever. I don't know if I'll ever do another podcast with it just not being a TikTok live. This no, is so much be. better than coming up with like a script. I mean, we don't really come up with a script. We just have a couple talking. We just points. talk to ourselves. Now we're talking to ourselves to each other. <laughs> John Arik, she said, get with it, honey. <laughs> yeah, she was reading her Bible. I was out there slinging black and miles in the dime bags. I'm with it. I literally can't believe I didn't get arrested. I, but if I would have got arrested, the cop would have been like, like, you're terrible at this. Just go home. <laughs> like, you child. <laughs> Bubblegum kush. Oh, man. I tried that. We don't actually, like, smoke a lot. Uh, we like we just do the edibles. I run a lot, so it's like I'm trying to keep my lungs fresh for the reason I don't smoke. But uh, I did try Jay-Z's monogram. John Reed. John <laughs> Reed. I tried Jay-Z's monogram because uh, Jay-Z's my guy. Oh, okay. She oh, the asked, Fruity Pebble. Okay, I have to try that. We have not tried Fruity Pebble there's, edibles. So there's a company that's California-based out here called Kaliva. Shout out to Kaliva. I'll send this to you too, Alyssa. Um, Tell John Arik why we like Kaliva. Oh, shit. Okay, so part of the reason we like Kaliva is Jay-Z is the creative director for that company. <laughs> yeah, that's how I got into them. Everything and, goes yeah, back to Jay Z. We've done a, a couple of things with them before. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying. They're it's actually hard. They actually have a pitch deck in their hands right now, so... I mean, give me a couple months. I'll have this whole podcast sponsored by Kaliva. <laughs> you should film your podcast. Like with a camera like this? Mm-hmm. Or do you mean like, I thought at first I thought she meant like get high and film them. We talked about doing a podcast high before. We did. I, we, we, would, have, we wouldn't get through it though. No. Like, we, bro, we are lightweights. We can't. Like, 
half, Focus. half <laughs> inedible. We're on the ground. But like I like can't pick my I, head up. I'm I, laughing so hard. I get so sexual so fast. We're like You do. I'm like, will you man, chill, bro? It, I mean it doesn't matter if it's indica, sativa, or high. <laughs> like if I take an edible, I'm just like, baby, you've never been this beautiful. You're gone. I just immediately the compliment mode gets so oh high. Oh my god. Just like, but it's so slow. Yeah. Yeah, but by the time I get to her, it's sleep time. You know? <laughs> I'm crawling. <laughs> I'm crawling over there. I'm like, all right, I'm her bed. <laughs> she didn't mean hi. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's a specific no, crowd. But uh, we have a, um, what was I going to say? Oh, a draft in our TikTok yeah. of when we got high. Okay, so one night we were high and I made a draft in our TikTok. And it's so funny, it's funny. but we're like, we I, don't think we I, can post it. Yeah, I was like, I to, it's pretty short too. And we're um, just like dude, our, brain dead on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm it's, I'll it's post funny. it at some point. Maybe when we hit like 100K. Yeah. And it's Do you been think all this, what, like, it, would it get banned? I don't know. They've been. I don't think they so. People, I've seen people high video. on here. Um, okay. Okay. That's fine then. Yeah. So I will say I'm not as much of a lightweight as her. Like I can take one, one and a half, and do fine, and be like functional the next day. She's super lightweight. But can I tell you why? I think it's because we eat we eat pretty clean and work out a lot. And I think once the THC hits our system, our body just freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh god. Just, what is this? Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> it has no idea what to this do. This is not typical. I, I, this is not lean protein. This is not whey protein. This is not kale. This is this not turmeric. This is not green tea. It has no idea what to do. This is not broccoli. It's no. It's all of a sudden, our body just freaks out like quick. It's fun. Dude, I'll take it and be like 15 minutes in. And You're here's a funny story, story time. The, we have it down. Again, it's funny systems. We get down to a we go we, everything's down to a system. So our kids go to bed like seven thirty. So we'll take it like right at seven, mm-hmm. right when we go up. So it gets working so in it, our so system. So right when it's done, we're <laughs> done. but like it's almost too soon for me because sometimes I'll take it and the other, <laughs> the other night uh, he was asking me to tell. I can't wait till he's older and I tell him this. Yeah, he's asking me to tell him a story about like Optimus Prime. We do story time for bed, and next thing you know, <clears throat> someone said I just farted. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm like in the bed going, and I'm gone. Like, I'm gone. You were already and I'm like gone. doing that thing where you laugh so hard, but as you feel in slow motion. And I was like doing a machine gun. And he's like, Dad, that's awesome. He thought it was the best story. But I kind of like that anyway. But in my head, I just felt so <laughs> slow mo. I was like, dude, this is not good. If I don't get out of here. I'm like, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Or the worst part, the worst part is, is when like, if it's like two hours in and mm. the kid needs you to come up there and you're oh like, Oh gosh, you gotta like get it together. Bro, I can't believe they haven't just been like, What are you guys up to? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, that? Why are you it's so funny. loud and laughing so hard? Like, Dad, chill. I just need like, I just need you to put the blanket back. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that funny. Um, yeah, we have to like get it together real yeah. quick. It's fun. I am, though, overall lightweight, but I feel like my tolerance has gotten higher over the last couple of years. Mine has not. Yeah, it hasn't. She's like, she's like a buck oh two though. She's not, she's <laughs> barely, she's 100 pounds. What did we say? I've gained like 100 day. pounds in my whole life. Yeah, like she's, yeah, literally you were probably I was born at 8 pounds. pounds. <laughs> gained 92 pounds your whole life. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's been pretty wild, but. It's that lean protein. <laughs> yeah, one no, day we will post. <laughs> we will post that. Uh, the high TikTok. 
Yeah, it's one day. really fun. I'll probably wait till we get to 100k or something. Um, so send us to all your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I felt I need just another. It's weird. It's been growing every day, yeah, but it does. I and we this was this week's been a little weird because the kids have been sick. We haven't been able to post content, and yeah. then uh, and I was waiting to post for this live one. It was kind of weird. Um, yeah, I almost felt like the video didn't do as well because. It was like connected. It was weird how. Remember, it, you said you didn't use even the time zone either. was weird. Yeah. It was just weird. Oh anyway. yeah, the timing was weird. Yeah, I know. So, um, cool. Well, we're about to hop off. Uh, I don't <laughs> even know how long this has been. It's ten o'clock. Is this a two, two hour hours? Party? This is awesome. Um, we probably did. It's probably an hour forty-five. Yeah, but you don't have a good concept of time, especially when you get talking. No, it's been about an hour forty-five. Mm-hmm. Well, this will tell us. And I, you know, my favorite part is uh, Lee. It's yeah. still in here. That's amazing. Oh, look, she's got to go you to do work. You got to go to work. How did y'all meet? We met in high school. We met at church. We met in eighth grade. <laughs> the first at time church. we met at church. Uh, the last time we met was not at church. Was this morning? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, <laughs> last time we met. Yeah, we met. We met we, in high school. We grew up in the same town. Yeah. And started dating at 16. Yeah. Right? Weren't we 16? Something like that. We're 33 now. Man, yeah, it's yeah. been a minute. It's been a long time. It's crazy. Half our life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big sexy, what you laughing about? Oh, that we're not the last time we met? That's the yeah, most was this question. morning? <laughs> I haven't tried. Was it this morning or last night? It was yesterday morning. Oh, no, last night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, do we, how do we talk more about sex on TikTok? Like, what's like... Sometimes, maybe that's podcast content, you know, but like... <laughs> <laughs> you love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot of bits I'm working on, but sometimes I'm like, God, it's going to get taken down. Um, but I also, too, also, we really do like to help people. So I think it's yes. it's also this balance of like, hey, here's some ways to actually have good sex. So like, Yeah, and just to have fun. Like yeah, all sex of that, be fun. The relationship, obviously. So we'll close with this. The fun is the most important. We'll close with this. Having sex... <laughs> When you've taken edibles, <laughs> like I should just shut everything off right now. Like that, you didn't know I was gonna say just that. Trust us, guys. I didn't know. Like, it's just <laughs> the best thing for you. Like, it's just no. Like, there have been. I like. I feel like like Babe, somebody sent us a joke. Watch what you're gonna say. Okay. What I'm say. Shout out to Mahesh. Gotta protect Again. Mahesh. <laughs> You just, I just don't know how to explain it. There have been times, shout out to Brandon Morales. I told him the story one time. Oh, God. Not like the details. Okay, good. But it was just like, I'm convinced I went into like a third, like universe. <laughs> like there was a time, it's specifically the hybrid strand. So like, let's end this podcast. We're out of the religious talk. We all, okay. Clearly. We're out of the religious talk. Let's talk about real transcendent religious experiences you need to take a hybrid edible gummy and you need to feed foreplay i'm going to make a three minute bit Babe. like real talk on tiktok and you foreplay all day you tell her you just tell her the, the nastiest things you can think Don't. of <laughs> and you just prep her all day and you gotta eat you gotta eat lean and clean because you can't have bogged down carbs in your body let me tell them something else but about listen, edibles and then you with just, this i'm telling you man 
order your food before you yeah, get yeah, high. Yeah. Yeah, know yeah, what yeah. you're going to eat before. Know what you're going to eat. Because otherwise the munchies will come. Yeah, you go ahead and, and have that. And it will that. cut yeah. into your yeah, sexual cut, activity. And it cuts into your height. And then once you bog down, so what we'll do, we'll order very like, because what happens is you know, all of a sudden you start ordering <laughs> This is stuff. such a science, you guys. There's a science. So you get to take this, take it at 7, take it down <laughs> at 7.30. You've been prepping her since... since 7 a.m. You, since you wake up, you wake up and you say, hey, tonight I'm going to do some stuff to you that you haven't been thinking about. That's what you wake <laughs> up and say, good morning, babe. Hey, just going to let you know, you're going to need to be change, changing all day because what I'm, what, what I'm doing to you in my mind right now... Oh, my God. ...is essentially just going to... All your panties, panties are going to descend. You just go. You just gotta let her know. Today the panties are dropping. Like you just let her know. Today my panties are dropping. Babe. Your panties are dropping. Like it's big energy. You just gotta let her know all day. You walk. You walk up to her a lot. In the middle of the day, just touch the neck like that. Mahesh, I just touched her neck. <laughs> Mahesh, Mahesh, we gotta fly you out here and do a podcast with you, dog. Cream, we'll listen to the Wu Tang. John Reed, Wu Tang Clan. Come on now. I'm dead. It's the money. Uh, John Reed, what you know about Wu Tang Clan? Uh, okay, so yeah, you just touch your neck like that. Babe, that's enough, dude. Kind of grab her, like, look at this cut. You just grab her a little aggressive on, on the back of her shoulder a little bit. Like, firm but loving. Just do that all day. Walk up. And when she looks over there, you just give her the dart. Look at her like that. And then you take the edible. Man. Night is set, bro. Oh my god, there was <laughs> Lisa said she's glad she stayed for this. Lisa, We're glad you stayed Lisa, too, Lisa. I appreciate you hanging. You've been in here for a minute. Can you tell us how long it's been? How long have we been on this? Um, <laughs> what you know about Wu Tang Clan? What you know about Mob Deep? Sometimes I don't even. What I appreciate about John Reed because I feel like she, even though she's new to our life, she really understands she gets us. us. She gets yeah, us. it was and an instant yeah, connection. Yeah. So, because uh, like on my over two hours, I told you, dude. Man, that's a big one. That's Joe Rogan status. Um, you're teaching the teacher a ton right now. You're like, what? Now, now I've got a second win. Like you can, oh, she can go gosh. upstairs. You can go to I'm bed. I'm so sleepy. I hang out with guys. people and give them edible advice. Um, big sexy coming. Man, don't get me, don't get me started on method, man. Look, um, big sexy wants to come big to the sexy, podcast. Where you at, dude? <laughs> podcast. You want to get high? You flying um, out here for this? But seriously, Babe, we though, have to do a live high. I don't, <laughs> dude, like, it would be so funny. Yeah, I know. But here's what's weird. Like, the, like the yeah, I, I agree. It'd be hilarious. But then there's, like, people, LL Cool J. What about Buster Rhymes? Break your neck? Put your hands where my eyes can see. What about that? <laughs> what? Else? I'm about to play some stuff here. Babe, in no. Um, we have to go I'm, to bed. <laughs> I know what I'm trying to say though. There was a night we got so high and the the sex was so filled with ecstasy that I we just woke up at three a.m. at three a.m. completely naked. <laughs> on, like, Mahesh, come, <laughs> listen, Mahesh. Mahesh is one of my favorite people. Mahesh, listen, completely like, dude, just all over each other, naked. <laughs> It's like three thirty. We're like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> we didn't. Like, what happened? What happened? Where'd we go? Oh my gosh! So it was amazing. This was like uh, this was like a couple nights ago. No, it was no, like a few one, weeks ago. Yeah, that one. Uh, that happens about. Yeah, that's that's pretty common. But there was just one night specifically. I remember being you like, need to chill, bro. Okay, like it changed my life. Like it oh made my it made religion not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, I've got the answers. 
But who created the earth? I did. It doesn't matter. Who, who created the earth? Me. We're on it. I, I saw what happens in the third dimension, and I can assure you, they're not... Oh, my God. I, I know what happens now. Dougie Fresh? Oh, man. Oh, my How old are you? Oh, my goodness. Jessica. Jessica. We're, we're, we're two hours in. We're about to hop off. You just finished. You just missed a bit where we were talking about having sex while, while taking high. edibles. So uh, That's where we are. That's where we were just Hey, at. but you know what? But you didn't miss it because this is podcast yeah, going on our thing. Yeah, it's being recorded right now. So Friday, you can yeah, catch back it. up. Yeah, I just got to do the intro and outro. and then Big I'll Sexy is in what Gulf Shores, that? Alabama. Oh, wow. Gulf Shores. That's where we used to vacation. Is that where Hannah lives? I think so. Is Gulf? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Bahaha, yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I think we are going to hop off. I want to end on the note of sex and edibles. I think that's a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> Everyone should um, try it. I think this could be like, let's give us a shout out real quick. To ourselves? Yeah, like this is top notch <laughs> production. Like this is a live for two hours, recorded it, and we covered everything from us leaving the faith to having sex and how the hybrid strand is the best way to do that. And that you don't even need faith because, because you have of, that of sex experience. and the hybrid strand. I mean, I think it's the best podcast. Uh, next stop. I mean, next thing you know, it's Spotify's Spotify giving us a deal. Spotify gives us like a deal. Gave, uh, exactly. They, they, gave, they gave Joe Rogan a deal. You know? <laughs> um, okay. Well, we honestly appreciate. So a couple things. My last thing. We You've don't, said that four times. I'm a pastor. Pastors are always closing is- and never getting anywhere. <laughs> So we never take your time for granted. This has been a ton of Very fun. True. And more important than your time, we never take our time for granted. <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate your time. I appreciate my time and her time. And uh, so, yeah, we love you guys. Honestly, oh this, is a, this is a ton of fun. We'll do this again soon. Yes. And we'll drop the podcast Friday on Apple and Spotify. Yes. Um, and uh, Check it, it out. We'll the Duke t- Project. The Duke Project. Yeah, the link's in our podcast. bio. We'll make a TikTok. Uh, I'll, probably, I'll probably promote it Friday. But all right. Love you guys. Have a great night or love day. You guys. This is where you live. We'll talk soon. <laughs> that was amazing. More importantly, we take our, we don't take our time for granted. Does it I'm save tired. that? Mm-hmm.